The Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Now, the rumors have already started around the city this morning that the reason Neil is not here is because he's really at Tammy Faye Park, you know, at the Mass. I don't buy it, okay? I don't think that's where he is, but you can think whatever you want, you know. I, I don't think, it, that, you know, this is just a coincidence that Uncle Neil got delayed today. You know, this never happens, but something happened, and he'll be here shortly. But he, uh, I just don't think he's at the Mass. At Tam- Somehow, you know, just deep inside me, I can't, I can't conjure up the image of Uncle Neil walking like six miles. Well, it's possible, but uh, with his little yarmulke on and his little, uh, you know, dress, I, I just don't think so. I think he's had a slight problem, and he'll be here in just a few minutes. All right, it's 17 after 10. This is Glen Hill. We're here until Uncle Neil arrives. Let's take a break, okay? And then we'll be right back. Disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain. You know, there are going to be those people who will say to me, you shouldn't rip the nice people up at Tire Kingdom up on the corner. <laughs> because after all, they did get it done for you in an hour. Mm-hmm. Of course, they said it was going to be a half an hour. <laughs> which all these places down here tell you, oh yeah, I'll have you out of here half an hour, no problem. I said, i got to be out of here a quarter to ten. No problem. This was twelve minutes after nine. Mm-hmm. How long can it take to put on a new tire? It took double what they said. Sounds like standard operating procedure to I'm me. I'm sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. My car is sitting out in their parking lot. It's not <laughs> moving. 
It's not moving. Did you tell them who you were? No. Well, no one. They don't know me from uh, Donald. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. It's right there. I've got it out for you. I haven't heard this. This is new material. It's a good time for the great taste. Neil, this is Noodles, reminding you that it's always a good time for the great taste. <laughs> Classic. Car is sitting there. It's not going anywhere, okay? It's not moving. So what you have to do, because there, there's this girl who's got all of her books, who's obviously got a class somewhere, and her car is sitting there, and she just peeing in her pants. She's having a nervous breakdown. And she's saying, can I please pay you for this so that if you ever get it done, you know, I can get out of here. And not, not quite in those words, but close. Yeah. So I did the same thing. I paid them. Mm-hmm. So you could just leave. So I could leave if second. and when they ever got the tire on. Seriously, how long did it take to change a tire? 20 minutes? 10 hmm. minutes? 10, yeah. 10 minutes, I would say. Let's say 20, just to be kind. If there's problems, yeah. I'll grant you they were busy. They were backed up. They only had like 40 guys working there, you know. <laughs> All right, so now I go out and I start doing like the green apple quick step almost. I'm shuffling from one foot to the other. And I'm, I said to the guy, hey, it's turning into a long half hour, you know. And uh, the car's still sitting out there. Okay, Joe. Hey, uh, get, you know, and Joe goes out there, gets my car, drives it, tears around the back, you know, to impress me. <laughs> like they're really in a big hurry. And he puts it in one of the stalls, okay? Yeah. Now, I guess he assumes, they assume the customer is going to go back into the waiting room and sit there and assume they're doing something. Well, not this guy, okay? And I look, and the car's sitting there. And now Joe's gone over with Teddy, and uh, they're, you know, working on some other... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> they finally put the car up on the uh, thing, and they get it up in the air. And now the young guy who's the manager is a nice guy, but uh, a little slow. <laughs> comes in and he says to me, uh, I don't understand why you want to replace that tire. <laughs> which has a screw in it, which is worn out. It's wearing. I mean, it's wearing on the edges. I just don't, I don't like plugging a tire, okay? I just have a thing about that. I've done it a couple of times. I don't like it. No. And I know that we'll get all these experts, oh, sure, you can plug a tire, but 30,000 miles. Good, you do it, okay? I don't like doing it. I just, I have an aversion to it, okay? And I happen to have Enough money I can spend sixty bucks to buy a tire, right? Right? Yeah. No problem. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to replace it? Look at it. You know, just put the goddamn tire on already and get me out of here. I didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. So you had a wonderful time. Oh, I'm tire gonna tell you. Just, just talk about stress. Talk about nervous breakdown. And you keep looking out there. What are they? What are they doing? That's the question. Nothing. They're not paying. Forget the Pope, will you please? She's uh, from Dade County. Sally over here. She's. Forget the Pope. Screw the Pope. Pope on the brain. Yeah. Pope mania. Unbelievable. And of course, when you buy a new car, you know, you spend seventeen, eighteen, twenty thousand dollars and they still give you the cheapest, lousiest, crappiest tires that money can buy. Garbage. Crap. Okay? See, I didn't tell you the whole story. I'm coming to work and of course I had had to put air in the tire, and I, you know, this is the second one. I don't want to sound like there are a lot of problems in my life, but the new complex I'm living in, you know, they're building. There's all this construction going on, and you drive through, like, beds of nails and screws and, you know, little things. I mean, should be no problem. And uh, this has been going on ever since I lived there, and it's a great place 
It's a um, good. It's a good time for the great, great place. place. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, but the problem is when there's construction going on, there do tend to be yeah. a few screws and nails mm -hmm. and uh, little things you drive over. It's kind of so like a, nail. a obstacle course. Yeah, you got a nail in your tire. Screw. A screw. This is the second one. The second tire I've had to replace on my new car. God, that's a brand new. That's a new car. Yeah. Of course, it's an '88, isn't it? Well, but they put old tires on. They put recaps or something. <laughs> I don't know. And that's possible. But anyway, these are such garbage tires. So anyway, I'm coming to work, and I said, well, i got a whole hour. Why not replace the tire now, right? Because there's Norton Tire right up the road on Pines, where I've done a lot of business up there. And I go up there, and they're mobbed to beat all hell. Oh, and a woman really? finally says to me, oh, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I need a tire. What kind of car have you got? Oh, we can't put any uh, tires on a T-Bird. Really? At Ed Norton Tires, they can't handle no. that? They're Firestone really has yeah. the corner on that. Firestone yeah. makes all the tires. Who ever heard of such a thing? Did you ever hear such a thing? I thought that Michelin and Goodyear and Goodrich, I thought they made all size tires for all kinds of cars, right? Wrong. No. Firestone, which we all remember the great Firestone recall. I mean, they make the best tires that money can't buy. <laughs> well, the tires that come on a new car are crap. Crap. Yeah. I once had, I was thinking about this coming back over here uh, about 80 miles an hour up Palm Avenue. <laughs> I once bought a Buick Skyhawk, which was a nice little car. Little car, okay? Car was okay, but the tires they put on it, I got to 12,000 miles, yeah. and all four of the tires, I will say this, they were wearing evenly. I mean, like, disintegrating. Disintegrating, like white powder. In fact, if I would have driven it into Dade County, it would have gotten stolen. They would have thought the tires were covered with coke or something. It was incredible. And I went into a... Goodyear dealer. These happen, to, and I like Goodyear tires. Most people don't. Most people will tell you they love Michelin tires and um, maybe Goodrich. But I like Goodyear. I've had good luck with them, except in this case. And I go to the Goodyear dealer, and I said, I've got to get all new tires. I mean, this is a disaster. All four tires were, like, bald and white. It's one thing to have white walls, but when the whole tire is white, <laughs> it's something, something's going on, you know? And they said to me, oh, we can't give you those. They don't make those. We don't sell those. Mm -hmm. I said, what do you mean? They said, well, they only those are the ones that they put on at the factory. Yeah, that's true. In other words, the cheapest tires that money can buy, and they're so bad, we don't even sell them. Yeah. So I had to get a different little upgrade, you know, which was fine because those lasted, you know, 13,000 miles <laughs> instead of 12. I was lucky with my, my new car came, it's made by Japanese, and the tires are Japanese, and they lasted 40,000 miles. It came on my car. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, but they're on a little slanty, though, aren't they? <laughs> but you can't buy them either. They're too good. They don't sell them. They're too good. I won't buy Japanese. I'll continue to suffer with American because I'm a great, you know, patriotic, dumb guy. Pa patriotic dumb guy. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't believe all that crap about foreign cars. I really don't. Well, I've had great luck with my Japanese. Good. Good luck to you. Yeah. Fits your personality perfectly. What does that mean? You look mean? like one of those little, uh, you know, <laughs> Japanese bird <laughs> with a big egg. Well, I've been told that. Yeah. Hatching a plot with Emperor Hirohito. <laughs> My watch is Japanese. So I'm just, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing here. In fact, uh, I should have just gone home. I should have left you do the whole show because I'm so burnt out now. I'm just ready to pass out. Well, just relax. So I want to say a special hello. And you see, they, they don't understand. They're going to be, they're going to be disturbed. What do you want? We did a great job here at Tire Kingdom. We're nice people and we, uh, 
Although I did notice that the, and they were busy, but all the yeah. customers were distraught. In other well, words, everybody was leaning from one foot to the other like, uh, when the hell are we ever going to get out of here? Are we going to live to see our cars again? And these the... places seem to do that to you. you know, oh, the... no problem. We'll have it by one o'clock. And you go back at one o'clock. Oh, we didn't mean today. <laughs> right. We were thinking more like one o'clock on uh, next Monday, you know. Exactly. Don't they have those weird ads on TV, Tire Kingdom, out there? Those people with that weird guy I don't know. yells about tires. Oh, yeah, the guy that's made out of tires. Uh -huh. No, that's not Tire Kingdom. That's Uniroyal, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, those are some other great tires, Uniroyal. <laughs> Woo! Forget those. Just don't buy Generals. They own, they own uh, RKO, you know, General Tires. Don't oh, buy yeah. those. Those are the world's worst. Yeah, the FCC will take your car away. It's true. If you have General Tires. Absolutely. And Ricky Ticky will come out and visit, and, you know, you don't want to get into all that. Oh, wait a minute. It says here there is no General Tire oh, did, did they, anymore. There oh, is no such thing. They're gone. They're they history. already put them out of business. Thank goodness. The FCC confiscated all their tires. <laughs> It was kind of interesting last night that uh, that Father Riley, O'Reilly, whatever the hell, all those Irish uh, Catholics are named Riley or O'Reilly mm -hmm. or O'Neill. <laughs> and he was bitching about the fact that it was the media's fault that there was nobody there last night uh, because the media had, you know, five minutes on lost puppies or something. And it, I mean, like, the media in this town hasn't given enough coverage to the Pope, so nobody knew he was here, and that's why nobody showed up last night. I almost ripped my TV screen apart. I was so upset. I couldn't believe it. That was it. That was disgusting. Well, he missed. They're always crying. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, General Corporation made more money liquidating the company than making tires. Easy to believe. Or liquidating the tires. They used to pour <laughs> uh, stuff into them. How does he know that? He that knows everything. Sounds the absolutely just, believable, but I can't believe he it. He knows all. Trust me. He does. He just, uh, like a walking encyclopedia I know that. of useless information. That's it's exactly. Incredible. It's all, uh, you know. You know, if you ask him something meaningful, like, what does this <laughs> button do on the phone? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or care. Exactly. Does anybody know what the button does on the phone? We haven't figured it out yet. I think it's one of, if you press the button, it blows up. <laughs> Kyle is probably Now, he does know it. this, too. He, he says it's supposed it. to disconnect... Oh, it disconnects the call? Really? Wow. But it doesn't work. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what it says. It doesn't work. But it's supposed to. It looks great. It's, I'm impressed. It's, it's wonderful. It's a good time for the great taste. Oh, I just, uh, I'm <laughs> happy. You're happy now. Yeah. He did that for me solo this Absolutely. morning, Donald, and on my way to the tire place. Did he? Yes, did he did that really? solo. Yeah. Uh, he brought that by. Wasn't that? Well, he mentioned that. He was talking to uh, Gregory, who, of course, is down the shilling for the Pope right. and the uh, MC. Mm -hmm. We know that he's a very religious Donald guy. Donald said he came and, by. Uh, and uh, Did he? He said he came by and visited? Yes, he did. And he said that he met the bird. Everybody was laughing and cackling. And <laughs> Did he say he had a pleasant uh, time here? Yes. said that uh, buried the hatchet or something. Yeah, he didn't we say did. where he put it, but uh, he said everything was wonderful yeah. and all of that stuff. He and I had a little uh, talk discussion <laughs> why don't you take a break and just rest i don't minute. want to take a break i just got here you need a minute to you know i think you need a minute are these phone no i'm just fine i'm doing just great as you would say everything is just fine <laughs> wonderful to be alive I mean, blood pressure is about 900 over 800 from running around looking to see if the the thing that disturbed me most is when they moved my car finally okay and then they walked away they let it sit there like to try to con me into thinking they were doing something. That bothers they, me, that's, okay? They always do that. And then the guy behind the counter who was like a cross between Al Capone and, um, <laughs> and Sly Stallone or something. I mean, it's <laughs> an older version. 
Al Capone. Uh, oh, this guy was unbelievable. Older he said version. to me, uh, oh, Joey, I'll get on that. In fact, Joey, isn't that interesting? <laughs> uh, I heard Joey this morning was talking about California Federal or something. Uh-oh. About that being the bank, and the guy was on the phone. Am I going to get my loan? Yes, you're all set, Joe. Oh, great. You know, I don't. what was that all about? Is he afraid that I'm going to read his loan application on the air? I would never do that. Unethical. I will give his home number out. <laughs> you're no, not I'm not going to do that. Now. Can't Stan do wanted to do that. Stan's no. a uh, can't do that. Slimy kind of a guy at times. I can say that because he's still asleep. Yeah, we read too much of it. Mention that if you get a call from someone named Glenn Hill, are they ordering merchandise? <laughs> <laughs> it's not me, folks. Yeah, yeah we've had a few. Uh, we don't want to talk about that. But, no, but, no, we don't want to plant the seeds of any uh, no. bad but, ideas in no, the minds of our sick all. audience. But it's They're not already me. Sick enough. Yeah, you may want to. Any businesses, you may want to confirm that. So how did everything turn out last night? Anybody leave together? They all leave individually, or was um, oh, isn't that great? I don't want to hear these stories. I can't. I'm all depressed. I don't want to hear Sally. Don't uh, whatever you do, don't turn Sally's mm-hmm. mic on at all under mm-hmm. any circumstances today. I'm already in enough trouble. No way, no problem. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we're sorry that the media hasn't given enough publicity. I mean, I have never seen anything so disgusting in my life as the way the... And I, I don't know, did I make it on Channel 4 News at all? I didn't see it. Because I didn't see the 6 o'clock. I didn't either. It certainly was not at 11 o'clock, because I watched 11.30, and then I went to bed. And they were uh, they were going to go on for hours, I guess. I oh, don't yeah. know. And they all were, night. All, and they were playing, like, chamber music in the background, yeah. and Susan Lichtman even did her hair a different color, <laughs> and John was, had, a like, a... Uh, eight-piece suit on, yeah, and uh, yeah. it was unbelievable. And they were on this wild set with all these uh, religious kind of colors. You know what I'm talking about? Like tones. Like this was a... I just don't understand what the hell these people are thinking about. I mean, you folks in the media are absolutely stark raving nuts. You are the worst horrors, the worst chills, and talk about objectivity. I mean, here, Amy Huggins came over here yesterday. They were here for an hour, mm-hmm. uh, interfering with our show. Right. And did any of that get on the air? Because I sure didn't see any of it myself. I didn't see the 6 o'clock news. And, and I'll tell you one thing, I sure didn't see any, I didn't see any coverage of any of the protesters. Of course, there was nobody there last night. No. And now it's starting to drizzle a little bit. I wonder if it's like this in day, if it's going to rain like hell between now and 1.30. Wouldn't that oh, be a shame? Oh, boy. His holiness would uh, <laughs> be very upset. We'll see. As a matter of fact. Uh, oh, uh-oh. boy. Oh. Wouldn't it be something? Wouldn't it be? We were expecting. No, seriously. <laughs> We are expecting a miracle with His Holy Father visiting Miami. And I think it would be one of the most incredible things. If out of the blue, if out of nowhere, look up in the sky. Here they come. Oh, there's Brian. How you doing, Brian? Hi. Hi. We're your weather girl. And have we got news for you. Senior is so upset. Uh, Nabiscus. 
oh boy, an answer to a Pope's prayer. Raining altar boards. One. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that stuff. Uh, six Oprah Winfrey lookalikes uh, doing a little song there. 21 before 11 at WINZ. And our thanks to uh, you-know-who for filling the gap here this morning in his usual incompetent way. <laughs> and we'll come back right after this. Pick a pocket. Excuse me. Pick a Peter pocket. Pick a Peter uh-huh. pocket. Pick a Peter pocket of flavor at Wags. Wags? Uh-huh. Wags Family Restaurants. Now you say it. Say what? Pick a Peter pocket of flavor at Wags. I can't remember all that. <laughs> then remember this. Wags presents our four great pita sandwiches. We start our fajita pitas with simmering strips of tender chicken or succulent sirloin, flavored with special Mexican seasonings, and piled high with cheese, onions, lettuce, and tomato. Or choose one of our mouth-watering teriyaki pitas, made with marinated strips of sirloin or tender chicken, sautéed with plump white mushrooms, crisp celery, and spicy onions. We serve them up in our thick grilled pita bread with a mound of golden french fries. They're all delicious, and they're only at Wags. I think I got it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Pick a pita pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of flavor. Uh-huh. At Wags. Pick a pita pocket of flavor at Wags. I got it. You did. The day is a great day for Wags. There's a remarkable product for pain relief. It's called Therapeutic Mineral Ice. It's an exclusive deep cold formula, a penetrating gel that lots of doctors, chiropractors, clinics, and physical therapists now use and recommend. All you do is apply Mineral Ice where it hurts and it helps block pain almost immediately, including the minor aches and pains of muscles and joints from arthritis, simple backache, strains, bruises, sprains, and related sports injuries. Only Mineral Ice combines a clinically and medically proven ingredient in a deep penetrating cool blue mineral gel. No grease, no stain, no unpleasant odor. Just apply Mineral Ice as often as needed and let deep cold pain relief do the rest. You'll work, play, and sleep better. Instead of taking pills, try Mineralize, the effective pain fighter. You'll find Mineralize at your neighborhood pharmacy, at Better Health Food stores, GNC, Fedco, and Federal Discount stores, at Gray Drugs, Eckerd's, Corner Drug stores, and at Walgreens. Ask for it by name, Therapeutic Mineralize. Last year, Chevrolet announced the big one. Chevy introduced 1.9% financing, which has created a buying frenzy across the country. Today, the big one is back. Chevrolet announces 1.9 annual percentage rate limited term financing with approved credit or rebates. This time, it's on 87 Chevys down the line. 1.9%. On Camaros, Celebrities. 1.9%. On Caprice, Cavaliers. 1.9%. On Novus, Spectrums, and Sprints. 1.9%. On 1988, Corsicas and Berettas. Plus, Team Chevy dealers are closing out 87s. You can save thousands. Get to your Dave Broward Chevy dealer. Last year was a frenzy. Now, with 1.9% on the lowest-priced Chevys, you can expect a madhouse. It's a good time for the great taste. 17 before 11. (laughs) What a reading. I was thinking about it last night. We've got five FM stations cutting stuff for this show. Is that incredible or what? And there should be more. Cutting stuff. Yeah. Magic. magic Can I mention Zeta without you stepping on me? Go you notice right. he's doing it again this morning. No. It's getting real pushy. Get serious. Lee Gillette from Zeta. 
Tragic 102.7, Hot 105, Powerless 96, and now Gloves 94. That's right. Was that five or six? Five. Unbelievable. Now all we got to do is get uh, Joey Reynolds to cut some stuff for us, and we'll be all set. <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen. Hey, listen, he's got plenty of money stashed away, and he's living in that wonderful place in Plantation, and uh, he got his loan, and everything is wonderful. He's got his 84 Porsche and his Great. 84 uh, Mercedes SL uh, 8523, <laughs> Beachwood 45789, and uh, what the hell more could anybody want? That's great. Good luck to you, Joey. <laughs> well, I was walking around downtown Miami, didn't have a thing to do. When I looked down Biscayne Boulevard, a procession was passing through. At the head of the parade was Ronnie Reagan, standing next to some dope. I said, who's the joker in the funny outfit? It turned out to be the Pope. Well, I was amazed, I was mystified As they passed me by I was hoping for some kind of revelation A big flash in the sky But all I got was shoved around By the punished security guard He knocked me down right to the ground Jesus, did he hit me hard? Hey there, punished, give us a thrill won't you visit our town? We'll pay all your bills. We'll close the schools, break all the rules, even shut the highways down. Just so you can bless us in such a holy mess, this lovely thing you will down. What a town. Second Detroit. Well, I just couldn't resist a big event like this, so I went out to see the show. There was a million people eating hot dogs. They were really raking in the dough. He sang songs in Polish, lectured in Creole, even gave a Spanish mass. But nothing he did did a thing for this kid. I'm gonna have to save my own ass. No, I don't mean to be disrespectful or say anything I've seen. But you have to wonder what would happen if Jesus came back on the scene. Would you build him an altar, close down the city? Would you throw him a parade? Would you shut down I-95 or throw Jesus in the county stockade? Hey there, pardon, give us a thrill. Won't you visit our town? We'll pay all your bills. We'll close the schools, break all the rules, even shut the highways down. Just so you can bless us, it's such a holy mess, this international, multilingual, polycultural, right-wing political town. What a town. This town. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. I'm sure he does. He has a strange way of showing it, but I'm sure he does. 13 before 11 at WINZ. I'm going to take these calls, and this system today is going to sound so good, you're just not going to believe it, right? No chance. It does? <laughs> For you to say that is uh, quite an endorsement. Dade County, hello. 
Hello? See, it would be nice if there was somebody there to inaugurate the new system. Broward, hello. Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Oh, it's good to be your first caller. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so you had a problem with Tire Kingdom. I've had a run-in with them once, and that'll be the last time. <laughs> so how you been? I asked them, I said, where the hell's my car already? And they said, it's a good time for the great taste. But, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, any gimmick to just, you know. <laughs> yeah, they want to send you over to McDonald's <laughs> for a McBreak. So what do you think about the McPope? <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's my favorite. I think he could replace uh, Ronald McDonald myself. Tell the bird not to... Not, he's, he's saying that there's... Uh, is he in there? No, he's out uh, doodling oh. around somewhere. He's saying that there's rumors going around that you're watching the Pope. I said, yeah, right. Yeah, I was watching the Pope and the Archbishop, and I can't <laughs> um, I can't say on the air what was going on, but it was pretty, <laughs> oh, pretty hot. Over. What? They had to sleep in. Yeah, in the water bed. <laughs> That took a lot of holy water to fill that bed, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, Neil. I don't know what that... I don't know, I put that on a couple minutes ago, watching the program. There's a whole bunch of people dancing. And it's raining. Of course, they're doing a little Kazatsky. Those are all the Hasidim. They're just happy to see so many guys with yarmulkes running around. Uh, well, listen, have a wonderful day, and, uh, you know, stay out of trouble. Me? Stay out of trouble. That'll be the day. Okay. Take care, Neil. Good luck to you. Yesterday, they still had a mixture of Contel and Southern Bell equipment after they finally ripped out the last of the antiquated Southern Bell equipment. The problems cleared up. Well, of course, that's that old Southern Bell crap they put in here like uh, 11 years ago. Shame on them. Shame on the Larry Mixon and all my good friends at Southern Bell. They know I'm very fond of them, but uh, Dade County, hello. Yeah, good morning, Neil. How you doing? The phone does sound good. You're right. I can't believe it. You sound like you're almost in the uh, same county. And, and you sound pretty good, too. How about that? Even on the speakerphone, huh? Even on the speakerphone. I just wow. want to let you know, though, your time, your time wasn't wasted. Uh, I did see you on Channel 4 News last night. Oh, yeah? On 6? Oh, uh, no, it was on about a quarter to 12. Quarter to 12, if I would have just stayed up another 15 minutes. They were talking about uh, the Boy. people, there were people protesting. Some people weren't there, though, like Neil Rogers. And they put you on, you were talking about how um, with the Ayatollah came to town, would they, you know, throw a parade and all that. Yeah. It pretty good, too. Really? It was pretty good. The vacation did you well, I guess. Oh, yeah, I look uh, almost like um, Jason Gedrick right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I do. All right, well, listen, you have a good day, and uh, uh, whatever. Okay. Didn't have much to say today. No, neither do I, so that's okay. All right. Thanks Thank a lot. It's okay. a great time. Okay. Good callers out there this morning, and they sound almost human on this new system. Just imagine how frightening it'll be if we ever get anything to really work in here. Then we're really going to be terrors, right? It's a good time for the great taste. Oh, boy, that just... He says that so well. Of course, the problem is that's the only thing he can say, but... What? Here comes Mr. Mail. <laughs> Isn't that great? Just drops it. I'll be honest with you, the mail has been off considerably. Oh, you were on vacation. Yeah, since you messed up the show, it's been off considerably, and some of it is even like that one for the Pope sticker. We don't have any more Pope <laughs> stickers, and the Pope is going to be gone by the time you got it anyway. Oh, this is a cute one. Here's the Pope. It says... <laughs> Thought this may help you at the track. And here's the Pope. It says, picking a winner. And he's got his finger up his holy, his holy nostril. Look at that. He's got his index finger up his holy nostril. Of course, evidently blessing the... Uh, yeah. You recognize this handwriting? 
Looks like some hate. Yep. They call up wanting to argue not having any more bumper stickers. What do they want you to do? Manufacture them? <laughs> They're gone. Make them out of, uh, like, thin air. They're long gone and all that like, stuff. Uh, we'll have the weather girl singing, it's raining bumper stickers. Nine minutes before 11 at WYNC. I'm trying to calm down. I'm still just hysterical. We're going to uh, be talking a little later about Donna Rice and her new No Excuses line of jeans. Do I... I mean, what a whore. You know what I'm saying? Do I dare say that on the air? I mean, just unbelievable. No shame whatsoever. No excuses. Like, she doesn't apologize for anything, and she'll uh, put her name on anything that's been invented to make a fast buck. You know, <laughs> that's what it's all about. Sure. Ted Koppel should have had her on instead of Gary Hart. He could have had an 80 share. <laughs> it's 1052 at WINZ. Neil Rogers here warming you up for the Stan Major Show at 2. True, I misspoke. The Arlene Ross Show at 2 with her special guest, Stan Major. <laughs> and uh, everybody, of course, waiting with bated breath for that. Look at these disgusting pictures More that we porno. get on the mail here. More porno. Oh, my gosh. Oprah, shame on you, honey. <laughs> Look at that. Boy. Just that one there lying on the uh, bed. Just that one of hers is big enough to choke a horse. And there, of course, is the Pope. His finger is still poised in the holy nostril. And uh, we got some Tweety Fingers. I want to thank a listener for sending those, and that'll keep you occupied today. Tweety you can spend fingers. some time putting those together. A little, little kit with your picture and all your little private parts. It's very cute. <laughs> Broward, hello. I just woke up, and I was wondering if you could give me some sex in the morning. Probably very unlikely, sir. Please, Neil. You want to hear that uh, disgusting record that we played yesterday? I played it uh, already this You already hour. played it? Oh, we already played it, sir. Go away. Top Go of away. the show. Just woke up. He wants sex in the morning. It was great. Yeah, roll over, sir. Go back to sleep. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Dade County, hello. Hi, hello. Good morning. How are you? How you doing? Okay. Good on TV last night. Oh, you saw it, too. Gee, we're up to two people who stayed up that late. What happened to the usual red shirt? Oh, no, I wanted to be sure and wear my uh, Hawaii shirt for the Holy Father. Well, it looked fine also, even if he didn't go to Hawaii. I wanted to get his attention. What were the first words spoken between the Pope and Ronnie Reagan? It's a good time for the great priest. Is that a crucifix in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> oh, come on, that's terrible, sir. You know that that's uh, fantasizing. We had, two, we had two very impotent men here in Miami last <laughs> night together. And I do mean impotent. Or is that impotent? I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right. Everybody's got a dream. That's right. <laughs> anyway, nice to hear you again. Okay, thank you so much, Bye -bye. sir. Okay. Oh, we're breaking at 1056. Well, it's 1056 right now. Are we? So you really? know what that means. It's a good time for the great taste. Of course, the only problem is that, uh, what, 1056 for who? Mike Wolf? He's just wandering around in there. He's not, not sitting ready. down. He's not ready for the news. He's looking at his watch saying, are you crazy? You out of your cotton-picking mind? Looking at Michelle on the TV. Exactly. He's not ready for the news. <laughs> the news. Put him on often enough, we'll make him into a superstar. <laughs> Isn't that right, Donald? Oh, Donald is... Okay, it's I a good time for right. the great taste. Did you step on Donald? Neil, this is Noodles. Not intentional. Reminding you that it's always a good time for the great taste. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, Noodles the talking cat. Okay, we want to do it now? Does he want the news now? They're taking more and more chunks out of this show for this uh, silly guy named Carol with a dress. Catch us in the morning and catch up on the latest news, weather, traffic, and sports on WINZ, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. 
Good morning from the 94 Newsroom. This is Michael Wolf. A little update on what's going on down at the Papal Mass today. It's uh, If you've been watching at all, you've noticed there's a steady rain as they had an opening ceremony with the dancers there. Dancers, why? We don't know. Let's check in now with uh, Frank Motek. He is at the press center. And uh, Frank, what have you got to tell us? The Holy Father is here! With that, Pope John Paul II got out of his limousine and had a joyous ride in the Popemobile with Archbishop Edward McCarthy this morning as a soloist sang Praise Him. And right now, the pontiff is making his way up to the enormous stage that's been erected for this occasion. 230,000 people at the park. And Winds News Director Jeff Bray is at the Mass. Jeff? All right, Jeff Bray, uh, from your vantage point, what can you see? Uh, we see the Pope now has uh, gotten up to the altar there. Okay, we're having a problem getting through to uh, Jeff right now. Mike, it's probably so loud there right now that uh, he probably can't hear you. This uh, has been an incredible spiritual and emotional experience. Uh, you've got Cuban flags, uh, papal flags, American flags waving. Uh, it was an incredible sight there this morning, and now the the Pope is making his way up to the stage. Uh, there had been con some concern that people in the crowd that might be injured. We understand nine people have been taken to uh, local hospitals. There have been two heart attacks. One police officer has been attacked by red ants, and a couple of other minor things have occurred. Nothing major, fortunately. Nothing to take away from uh, the magnitude of this uh, magnificent event going on at Tamiami Park right now. Frank, uh, crowd estimates right now are anywhere from uh, about 180,000 to 200,000. Uh, have you heard any other numbers? Uh, at least 230,000 right now. 10,000 people rushed in uh, through the gate at midnight, and a couple of people received minor injuries when they did that. All right. Uh, what about the rain, Frank? I'm sure that's a bit of a disappointment. Well, I uh, wish Jeff was here to tell us more about that, uh, but uh, certainly the spirits have not been dampened. Uh, it looks like it's letting up somewhat. All right, Frank, uh, at this point, uh, or at least a few minutes ago, the uh, the rain was uh, a bigger concern. There was a, a fear of the possibility of lightning in the area. and uh, there was That's also... right. There was an announcement made that people should stay away from the sound towers because there was a threat of lightning striking it, and the announcer joked uh, that we don't want to send anyone to heaven today. Well, that was certainly in good taste. Um... As far as the injuries, uh, I can confirm what you say about that, that we do, did have uh, one case uh, reported to us of a man with respiratory arrest, and uh, it was a surprise. A Metro Dade police officer hospitalized after being rendered unconscious was, by uh, fire ants. It pipes. was uh, apparently uh, the officer had an allergic reaction to a red ants in the field there. All right. Uh, we're going to join CBS News now, and I'm sure they're going to pick up on the story from there. The uh, ceremony well, started at Tamiami Park. Right now it's 11 o'clock, and let's go to CBS. CBS News, I'm Christopher Glenn. Pope John Paul II has delivered a major address on Catholic-Jewish relations to a delegation of American Jewish leaders in Miami. The pontiff affirmed the Jews... I think it might be. Something's missing. Well, we know that. There's no question about that. Oh, a number of things are missing, though. I can't you know, believe I, I we worked the, uh, our tails new... off last night, and I can't find a damn thing in here. You know, it's just incredible. You know we... that new video he's got out? Yeah. You know, he really blew it. You know where he blew it at? Towards the I end. don't want to get into that. <laughs> but he kept saying bad, bad, you know? Oh, yeah. Like preaching. He was like Oh, well, preacher. wait a minute. Now, I want you to listen to this very closely, okay? I want you to listen to the first line of this, all right? All right. If it ever cues up. <laughs> Hello. This is Michael Jackson, asking an important question. Okay, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Did anything strike you as being strange about that? No, 
Okay, all right. (laughs) 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 Nothing uh, struck you. There was nothing that he said there that struck you as a little bit peculiar, right? As a matter of fact, I even forgot what he said already. Okay. Well, yeah, he's kind of like Chinese food. He doesn't last. He doesn't stay with you very long. He's going to do something. He's always jumping back into that bubble. There must be something wrong with this line. You know what's going to happen? Is there somebody on there? Somebody on here? Hold on. See, I told you, I knew that there was no open line in Broward. Shame on you. Listen. What's that? Michael Jackson is going to get married pretty soon. Yeah. And to he's what? Shock the world. To what? Who is he going to marry? I can't tell you. No, I didn't say who. I said what. What do you mean what? Maybe he's going to get married to a fire hydrant. Oh, to a woman. Oh yeah. Honest. Sure. Uh, give it about another sixty days. Yeah, like maybe Rob Lowe or somebody like that. Well, he's going to marry a woman, a very famous woman. Really? Yeah. Or are you clairvoyant? No, but I have contacts in Hollywood. Oh, boy, this is more exciting than Hedda Hopper. Yeah, he's going to get married. Would her first name be Elizabeth? No, no, no. Uh-huh. I can't tell you because I have it on I heard he's getting married to Rod Stewart. No, it's going to be a woman, a, a very nice That's woman. what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lady. Deal, are you going to play that record? Because I, you know. I'm going to play it right now. Are you? You be ready? I be ready, man. Okay. All right. And then the Lord said, Let there be light. And lo, there was light. From the same people who brought you the much-beloved Talking Bible comes a new ten-volume set, brilliantly updated for the 80s. Yes, it's the Rapping Bible. There was dark everywhere. Then the man said, Light. And the light was there. He said, I've done good. There's no doubt. On the seventh day, he just chilled out. Genesis. Genesis. Beginning of that. Beginning of this. Finally, the good book is bad. And his word is not there. Check it out. There's a town called Sodom and Gomorrah. Everybody bodies like no tomorrow. God looked down, said, not my fault. Don't look back or you'll turn to salt. Lot's wife took a peek. The free, the cow came up and licked all the songs, all the parables, every sacred biblical word interpreted by the finest sucker MCs of all time. Genesis, Exodus, the rapping Bible, making his word fresh again. Boy, is it really uh, acting up out there or what? The Lord is upset. He is foaming at the mouth about Sally Fitz. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> he is so upset with that Channel 7 coverage that uh, he's starting to give it to us now. Yeah. Shame on you, Sally. Yeah. And old what's-her-name there to change your hairdo for the Pope. The Lord is upset about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you are, folks, but if you're anywhere in this area, man, it is thundering and Ooh. lightning, and it's... Uh... Unbelievable. He's upset. Maybe uh, the Holy Father can uh, say something, you know, <laughs> to get the Lord off our backs, to kind of quell all of this. He's only going to be here in a little over two more hours. That's He's right. He's out of town at one thirty. Smart. Just in time for the end of this show. <laughs> just like he came in yesterday, 2 o'clock, right on the dot. When this show ended, there he came. You know? That was no coincidence. By the way, we do have a actuality from our WYNZ News Department. We do have the first words spoken <laughs> last night. No, seriously, in the Holy Bedroom, from uh, Archbishop McCarthy to the Holy Father. It's a good time for the great taste. Oh, come on, I can't <laughs> believe that. Okay, let's take a break. It's 11.18 at WINZ. <laughs> and, of course, Noodles was probably there uh, checking it all out. We'll come right back. That the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. It's raining, man. Hallelujah, it's raining. 
it is coming down. It sounds like uh, they're bowling for dollars. Over there. The walls are shaking. I'm expecting Fred Wolf to start talking any second, boy. Championship bowling in heaven. You don't watch bowling on TV. I used to. Do I don't think Fred Wolf is with us anymore. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Can you? It was at WXYZ in Detroit. I'm sure Joey Pinto could tell us. It's possible to get into that, right? Bowling on TV? I mean, you can get into it. No, not when Chris Shankle is doing it. No. Well... It's tough to get into anything that Chris Schenkel is doing commentary With Nelson on. Burton Jr. I mean, anybody named Nelson. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's take another call here just to see if they're still holding on during the thunderstorm. Hello. Good morning, you. Boy, oh boy, are they all hard or what? How <laughs> you doing? Good. Well, I just hang out in my living room and I got Mr. Pope on with the sound off and you on with the sound on. Wow. Highly recommend it. Would you butch up a little, please, sir? Pardon me? Go ahead. <laughs> um... <laughs> played It's Raining Altar Boys the first time. Those dancers were on. They had dancers on. Three gay men and four very questionable women. And it started to rain at the time you played the song. Wow. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> they were doing weird things with ropes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that must have been that Pope on the rope thing, yeah. <laughs> Neil, the Pope's in green today. Is he really? Like a forest green dress. Mm. Looks beautiful. Dashing. Matches Misha. I'm green with envy, just thinking about it. <laughs> and when you played the uh, Bible Speaking rap... Speaking of envy, where's that record? Go ahead, sir. <laughs> when you played the Bible rap... Yeah. Actually standing, reading out of the Bible. Wow. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta try it. To the other 79,000 people. Well, I bet he'd be real impressed now, huh? <laughs> this is the only show in town that's kind of doing, like, in sync with the Pope. Yeah. And they show the sky every once in a while. Boy, does it look nasty Yeah. What a shame that is, huh? Very bad weather. And the Father O'Reilly will probably blame that on Bob Weaver. They'll have him uh, <laughs> defrocked or something, you know. Hey, Neil Bird, have a good day. Okay, you too. Uh, well, appreciate that report. Sound pretty good yeah. now. It's frightening. I can't believe this. We got all that Southern Bell crap out of the building finally. We excommunicated Larry Mixon and our friends at Southern Bell. They've been sent to purgatory. And for anybody in the audience who's got Southern Bell equipment, by the way, uh, you may not know it, but you're in purgatory, too. They, uh, wherever this is, what do I know? Dade, Broward, it's uh, just the light on the Florida. thing there. Hello. Hello. And it's in green, by the way. The buttons are in green in honor of the Holy Father. Yes. Yes. Is it, uh, man, the, the sound that's coming through this phone is unbelievable. I know. Is it good or what? It's fabulous. I know. It sounds almost like FM, like stereo. <laughs> Megaphone shoved into my ear. We're practicing yeah, for the but, FM. But, I've been trying to figure out why, uh, if Jack Horkheimer and Cox on the radio are the same person lately. I mean, they look exactly alike. Okay, I'm sorry. What were you saying, sir? Is that is that true? Yes. Is that the same person? Absolutely. <laughs> well, why isn't Ira over at my house? What is he talking about? Do you know? Oh. What was the question? Why isn't Ira at my house? Ira? Yes. Ira who? Fistel? Oh. Yitz. He's known as the Yitz. 
uh, the bird was supposed to answer that question. What is this man talking I, about? Do you understand anything? I don't understand the question, and how could I answer like that I'm doing question. a show in Czechoslovakia or something now. Is this call from South Florida? It's a, it's, a, it's a religious thing. I'm watching the Pope, and I've just been taken over. I'm yeah. speaking in tongues. You have a religious thing. Well, uh, <laughs> believe me, somebody from the Archdiocese will be right over to <laughs> take care of it for you. 25 past 11 at WINZ. Wow. Are we, we're still on the air, right? How about the FM? Is the FM off the air? <laughs> oh, it doesn't make any difference? Oh, okay. Now, do you want to talk about your appearance? Well, see, I led into that. Yeah. By the way, when you when you call, I'll just put you on hold in here, and then that way Kyle can uh, monkey around with the FM up there and pretend that we care about whether it's on the air. Well, it's true. they got to take care of all the switches and the buttons and the lightning and the thunder. I know. Actually, what this whole storm is about is the FM. You didn't realize that, but uh, the Lord is punishing Zeta. He's upset. Yeah. He's been what? busy, but he just saw the book. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, he just got around to it. You know, he's been kind of busy. And uh, wait till he sees the trends, boy. He's going to really <sighs> He'll be out. Um, be very upset. We might get a hurricane. I don't want to get anybody panicky, but another couple of weeks. Hurricane Donald. When you know who has time to hurricane who? <laughs> it's a good time for the great taste. Oh, boy. New trends will be out next week. I start getting uh, butterflies in my stomach just thinking about eating at that place. I know. You know. How could anybody say that with a straight face? Of course, where Donald's concerned, straight face would be... Um, now, come on. I know. Be I know. Nice. You just made up. Everything is wonderful again. Yeah, now. We made nice, other. nice. Yeah. In fact, uh, I understand that Greg was a little bit jealous when he heard about that this morning. <laughs> he said that on the air. He said he was jealous. But anyway, you, did, uh, you want to promote he? that obscure FM show that you never have a show for, and you're always dragging me in there to be on the show. This is the second time, and you've only been doing it for about six weeks. <laughs> you cut some sound for me one week, which was during the Jorge Valdez thing, which yeah. was very nice. And I did, uh, I wanted you to come in and sit in on it. I've been wanting you to do that since I've been doing the show on, on Zeta. And you you were kind enough to come over and uh, be my special guest last night. It is a wild show. I think it it runs twice on Sunday. I think 6.30 in the morning and then again at midnight. And Neil What Rogers... was that about cutting some sound for you? No, come on. <laughs> Shame on you. Well, you were great. What a tasteless buffoon. You, uh, you, we didn't get anything done when we were supposed to, but we had a great time. We played your favorite records. I let you pick out the I wouldn't CDs. say they were my favorite records, but, but I uh, let you they pick were out some among my favorites. Yeah, I played them. Stand Excellent by me. music. Yeah. Wouldn't it be something if the FM was playing music like I picked out last night? They might have somebody listening. It was great. It was great. It was a good show. Yeah. In spite of you. Uh-huh. Well, and he comes on. He uses the theme, the Leave It to Beaver theme. I, that was so embarrassing. Especially I was so for you. Mortified. I picked that, that up. Especially uh, for you. It sounded great. Yeah. Did you like my line about Wally? Take your clothes <laughs> off. That was a good line. See? It's true. See, Peter probably uh, get up early Sunday morning to hear that. It's Don't on Sunday morning at six thirty. Peter about this show because why? We didn't accomplish anything we were supposed to do, but it's great. We talked about uh, the Pope. Now, what is this we again? It's not my show. It's your show. Yeah. I went in there. I had no idea what the hell you wanted me to do. You said pick out some music. I picked out five good records. I sat there and entertained your. Uh, it's great. Banality or whatever it was, and uh, your insipid behavior. <laughs> well, come on. Well, come on. But it why was... would you say we didn't do what he wanted? What is it that he wants? What is that show supposed to be all about? Well, see, now we've never been able to figure that oh, out. It's kind of like the old Kathy West show on Saturday morning. Yeah. Nobody had any idea what it was supposed to be. Kind of the same. Primarily thing. the host. Yeah. It was sort yeah. of in the same genre as that show. But she got tired of taking my uh, crap, you know. Well, something, a word uh, that similar means the to the same that, yeah. thing, yeah. Shame on you, Kathy. <laughs> Wash your mouth out with Crisco. Okay, let's, um, 
let's punch this up here like magic and see what happens. This is a lot of fun this way. We don't have to say date or Broward or... That's kind of bush league. Just, just say hello. Uh, hello. And nothing happens. It's see, great. that's what I like. Are you there or are you just uh, pretending to be human? Hello? See, I told you there was somebody there. I don't give up easy. Yeah. Oh, Neil, is this here? This is me. Okay. Neil, this is one of the people that showed up at the PWA last night for the rally. Yeah. And my question to you, and this is in all earnesty and respectful, why do you malign us because we go out there and we do something? Why do I malign who? The people at the rally. I haven't maligned anybody who went out to the rally. The only person I maligned was Bob Kunst. I didn't malign anybody else. In fact, I offered yesterday, or was it uh, Wednesday, mm -hmm. I offered... And right at the beginning of the show, and I begged people who were going to go out there and protest and demonstrate to call in and give information and encourage people to do it. We never had one call. You we had didn't have one call. Neil, you had me. Yeah. Oh, and you lambasted me so bad. Yeah. Give me what do you mean I had you? I'm the one that called. No, you didn't call to talk about any demonstration. You, you're, you're the one that called about Bob Kunst. Right, but you... I'm not going to talk to you again today. Again, you see you're doing the same thing, and that, this is what happens with Kunst. He always becomes the issue. Instead of, you know, talking about what people are doing out there and inviting people to come out and demonstrate, uh, you know, again, he wants to talk about Bob Kunst, and that's the problem with him. He's always got to be at the forefront, get all the media exposure. Uh, this guy wasted, I don't know how many minutes the other day, mm -hmm. talking about how mean I am to Bob Kunst, and why don't I give him a chance? Instead of saying, hey, you know, we're going to be marching at this time, and we want people to come out, we want whatever they're trying to accomplish. And, you know, obviously there's an important, very important message there to be gotten across. Nobody knows it better than I do. But uh, this guy more interested in, you know, promoting Bob Kunst. Who and was, that's the problem. Who was on our morning news blog. Yeah, and got plenty of publicity. This is like, this reminds me of Father O'Reilly, you know, who last night comes on and blames the media because nobody showed up last night because they gave too much time to all these other things. I mean, anybody who could sit with a straight face, if you pardon that expression, <laughs> and, uh, you know, suggest the media in this town hasn't given enough coverage to this circus that's been going on for the last two or three days. I mean, how the hell could they do it? The only people you maligned was the media for not covering the demonstration. Exactly. Enough. Didn't I already say that this morning? Absolutely. I it talked about the fact that if you watched the first half hour of the news on Channel 4 last night, like I did, you didn't see any no. of the demonstrations or any of the people with a negative view on this. All you saw was the mutual admiration, the butt-kissing routine that the media goes through, just like they did with Metro Rail, man. Oh, it's the, mo it's the most disgusting behavior anybody can imagine. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, Hambrick or somebody's got to come on and say the Pope's a jerk, but for crying out loud, at least give a little balanced coverage instead of waiting till a quarter to midnight when everybody's gone to bed and then, you know, giving 30 seconds to a few people like me and a handful of others who are saying, hey, we got some problem with this guy. Boy, just pathetic. But I got news for you, pal. If you want to call here again and give me a song and a dance about Bob Kunst, you'll be on just as long as you were this time, <laughs> for about three seconds. If you want to say something constructive and deal with an issue and do something positive, great. I'm all for that. But uh, they just don't learn, do they? He they just don't want to learn. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Okay. I'm glad I got you when you went into your good mood. In any case, <laughs> I, thought I thought you'd get a kick out of this. Two newscasters just now on TV, one turns to the other lightly, you know, because let's face it, this isn't the most serious issue of our time, and says, my goodness, I wish the Pope would say a couple of words upstairs and cut off the weather. But like you said a few minutes ago. Yeah. The other one says, very, very straight-faced, 
obviously the crowd is being blessed with heavenly holy water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, now i got one other thing to tell you. That well, in that case, they all to put away their umbrellas. All you stupid idiots down there who are listening, put away those umbrellas, would you please? Right, because it's holy water. Exactly. Now, I must tell you, we have sunk to a new low. Absolute truth, you can verify this story yourself. I had to send a package out last night, uh, Federal Express. I call Federal to see if that new office is open on uh, University and Pines. Uh, you know, the little booth type thing. Yeah. They say, sure, it's open, it's man, and so on. I ask them price, they tell me, and so on. I go down there, and I give my girl the package to the girl, and I hand her $11, and she says, I'm sorry, sir, we don't take cash. <laughs> it, 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 it happened, Neil. They don't Boy. take cash. They'll take American Express. They'll yeah. take personal checks. They'll take company checks. But it, but it happens. They mm. don't take cash. Well, it's part of that new uh, worldwide trilateral conspiracy, sir. I think so. And we may have John Broward on the next hour to expose it for us. <laughs> well, listen, the show's been fabulous today. Don't let that one dope get you down. No, he doesn't. Listen, he doesn't bother me in the least, but I gave him a chance the other day. I gave him more than enough time, and all he wanted to do was give me a lecture on how come, you know, I maligned Bob Kunst. And as I said, you know, there's a very serious issue there that obviously ought to be addressed, but uh, this guy doesn't want to do it. Absolutely. Okay, have a great day. It's here, the album you've waited for. John, Paul, George, and Ringo. You say you want a papal blessing. Yeah, yeah, you know. All right, everybody, come on for the papal tour. Right this way, my children. La, la. Come on to my papal tour. La, la. Come on to my papal tour. I am your John Paul. I am the pontiff. I am the walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Hear the pontiff saying all your papal favorites. We're Sergeant Pepper's lonely Catholic band. We hope you will enjoy my mess. Don't waste your money on giving your friends various and sundry cheap papal tchotchkes when you can give them John Paul, George, and Ringo. Sang out a tune, would you stand up and walk out on me? John Paul, George, and Ringo. Order before midnight tonight and hear the special backwards message from the Pope. Available only to good Catholics who have made a good act of contrition. It's a good time for the great taste. I would certainly agree with that. It's 1136 at WINZ. We're going to take a little break here. Everybody's going to calm down, take a deep breath, take a little, uh, inhale a little holy water. In fact, all of us right now are going to go out under tower number two, open our mouths like ducks. Isn't it ducks? Turkeys do that, don't they? In fact, some turkeys are so stupid, they say that they, when it rains, they go out and they open up their beaks, right. uh, which uh, I don't want to mention <laughs> any names, and they just drown from the rainwater. So yeah. um, I don't do that. Just planting a little seed in your mind. Here's 66. Bob's, Bob's down. The Bob's, Bob's down. God gave him the grass. The Bob's, Bob's down. He likes to smoke. 21 till noon at WINZ. We're just inserting that as kind of like a rejoiner. Part of, our, the whole thing. part of our simulcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
Okay, let's uh, take some more calls here. What do you say? We're doing so well. Trying to, we've got a captive audience today. Yeah. Because everybody except those lunkheads who are running around in the rain getting uh, baptized again. You only need to get baptized once, right? I'm not an expert on that stuff, but I would think yeah. once, once would be enough. You just mm -hmm. take off your pink yarmulke and uh, you <laughs> let the right. rain hit you on the head a little bit, then boom, back it goes. That's right. Absolutely. Of course, correct. you have to be careful because some people, the hole in their head is right where the yarmulke sits <laughs> and uh, a little water on the brain every now and then. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh, am I on? Yes, sir. We really caught you off guard, didn't we? Yeah, nobody. Um, That's right. <laughs> listen, I just, a small comment, really. Mm, uh, you keep knocking down the Pope all the time. No, not us, sir. We love the Holy Father. Well, I don't know. I feel that... I used to agree with you in many things that you... But not anymore. Not since I uh, told it like it is about this Neanderthal old fart. Well, the way I look at it is this. Yeah. Uh, he preaches love. Oh, yeah. Oh, lots of love, right. Lots and lots of love. The way he condemns, I mean, just about every group of people that's ever been invented, you know. should take him on, on let's say, theoretical grounds and, and philosophical arguments, but don't, don't lower to... No, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this your show? Are you calling from Portland, Maine? No. Well, what are you telling me? Don't do this and don't... Do, I'll do whatever the hell I want to. Now, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen, right? Yes, but I think you would you would have a better impact if you don't... Well, no, no, you see, you're doing the same thing again. Those. Now, you know, it, it reminds me of something that a very silly guy told me a couple of weeks ago. If I were doing the show, I would do this. And you know what I told him? I said, I don't give a damn what you would do because you're not doing the show. That's exactly what I told him before he went back to Maine. And I'll tell you the same thing. I don't care what you would do if you want to get your own show. More power to you. I'm sure you'd be great. You've got a terrific voice. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. The effort you're causing with some people, you're turning many people into Catholics. Just uh, listen. Oh, yeah. The statistics are incredible. It's just unbelievable. The number of people who are becoming Catholics every minute is just amazing. They're jumping into showers and baptizing themselves. They're going wild, yeah. It's a natural reaction. Well, more power to him, sir, than I'm doing a wonderful job for the Holy Father because he loves making good Catholics. So what are you complaining about? The, the taste of the joke. Then why are you listening to it? Well, I listen to you. Nobody else seems to be upset about it. We haven't had one complaint in the last two days from in, that I know of. You would be surprised how many people that really... You're losing a lot of fans, let me tell you. You know something? The jokes. You know something? <laughs> Adios. <laughs> losing a lot of fans with my jokes. See, in other words, these are the same kind of people. As long as you pick on everybody else, then it's okay. But yeah. as soon as it starts getting close to home... Mm. Boy, we don't like you anymore. You're a bad guy. Well, you know, stick it where the moon don't shine, pal. That's all I can tell you. I'll live without you. I'm sure the guy hasn't been listening for uh, 11 and a half years, right? I lived without him before, and we'll uh, somehow <laughs> scrape by without him now. I, it'll be difficult. It'll be close. We'll scrape by. Oh, that was a good call. That was my favorite of the morning. Okay, hello. Hey, Neil. Uh, you turned me into a Catholic. I'll, okay, I'll... bless you, my child. <laughs> Just uh, put the money in a plate, and we'll give you the address a little later. At the end of the call. I may not sound like him, but this is Lewis Carroll. Do you remember me? Oh, yeah, through the looking glass, right. <laughs> I was like a stan of the 19th century. I used to hang out with kids. Yeah, you used to hang out with Alice. I know about yeah. you. Right, Alice. And even Grace Slick and I hung out, and she wrote a song about me in the 60s. Yeah. Good drugs together. But uh, I went to to the uh, Pope. Uh, now I know why that white rabbit comes around at Easter time. <laughs> yeah, well, rabbits have some good qualities. I know. Like sex. The Pope doesn't want anything to do with rabbits either. No, he just wants humans to uh, procreate like rabbits. Well, anyway, uh, I was at the uh, Pope visit yesterday, and I, I had a little tribute here in uh, Lewis Carroll style to read to you guys to lighten things up a bit. 
Okay. It's, a, it's brief, I hope. It's not one of these long... Oh, droning... I do it pretty quick. No, it's, it's, it's brief. Okay? It starts out, The time has come, the Pope did say, to preach of many things, like love and God and a lightning rod for folks not deserving of wings. Spoke of faith, he talked of hope and rewards awaiting the meek. Our IRS at their overstuffed best didn't tally the trinkets he keeps. Changed his tone, began to blab on a filthy old subject called sex. Don't wear a glove when you're poking your love. Those cute sperm will be breaking their necks. Pretty heavy stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll tell you. Now, that, I'm not going to go on and read it. It's, it's pretty bad. But. Well, yeah, it's obviously, I think we just got right to the, um, yeah. Right to the edge of the line, so to speak. You know how these pedophiles are. Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> well, listen, we'll be sending you two tickets to Stand By Me and um, <laughs> Little Plastic Jesus for your dashboard. Hey, thanks. Could you send me a picture of Stan. And a picture of uh, Stan Major and Jeff Stryker together. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Oh, I left my cotton home uh, this morning. I was I had that tire problem. I said, look, uh, I don't want to be pushy, but if you don't have the tire in about a half an hour, I'll have to call one of the boys. <laughs> I said, look, uh, we don't want to start any trouble. Uh, we know uh, Cuneo and Stracci and all the guys in Brooklyn were connected with all the friends of the family. <laughs> I said, uh, okay. This guy with a dress, I mean, what uh, the hell happened to all these macho Italians, these Sicilians uh, getting on their hands and knees, a guy with a green dress, what the kind of a goyesha cup is this guy? <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Embarrassing. That guy's going to get upset that called moments ago. One thing about the FM, I do want to say this. Boy, do even bad voices sound good mm -hmm. on the FM. You couldn't believe how like good. Like yours. <laughs> you no, it's true. You sit back there with the headphones in. You couldn't believe it. Of course, all of the equipment in the building is on the FM. Right. We might even sound good. At, well, I might sound good <laughs> in this end of the building if we had that equipment. You, Boy, have they got some stuff back there. You I mean, believe it. Heavy-duty stuff. How good it sounds. Oh, Listen boy. back to it. Yeah. Playing all that good stuff on compact disc. Even Martha and the Vandellas. Exciting. Sounded like they never left uh, West Grand Boulevard <laughs> in Detroit. I mean, it was right. frightening. See, when we listened to we played Dancing in the Streets, and when you and I were growing up, we listened to that on AM. Of course, if you would have played that, you would have played it by uh, KC and the Sunshine Band Can't or something. Serious. Didn't he do that? He did that with uh, some girl. KC did Dancing in the Streets. Oh, yeah. Trust me. A minor Tanner hit. was the only one in America who right. played it. It was, minor, uh, come on, Bill, get hit. serious. Yeah. Well, Bill has a soft spot in his heart for uh, Harry Casey. Yeah. I know. Oh, was that, was that a, what a class act this show is. Is that incredible? Well, uh, you know. Okay, let's take let's take another call. I'm going to be listening to that show. I might get up early Sunday morning. Wow. And listen to that. 6.30 Sunday morning and then again at midnight. Yeah. Twice. Well, this yeah. one may not play twice. Yeah, it may not. It may only right. play may once because after one. Peter hears about it. No, there was nothing wrong with it. No. Just because I ripped a Zade a little bit. Uh, hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. Listen, this is Joe Zonkin. Uh, what do you say we go swimming in the intercoastal this afternoon? 
Seriously, though, that paper mystery tour, that was Irving Paycheck's little brother, Jaime, right? He's got a real sick sense of humor. <laughs> oh, seriously. Irving Paycheck? Yeah, Irving Paycheck. I thought that was uh, his little brother, Jaime, Irving there. Paycheck. That song, The Mystery Tour. <laughs> okay, was... next one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, Neil, I'm the local representative for the Broward County chapter of Neil Anon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People like us who are addicted to your show. Yeah. What we're trying to do is get together some group therapy sessions, uh, you know, similar to junkies where they put them on methadone. Yeah. What I'm do is give them a little stand major, you know, a little bit. Well, there's one guy in town who definitely is addicted to the show and needs your help. He's first on the list, on the waiting list. Well, we've got a 1-800 number. Just dial 1-800-ALI-SHIBA. Yeah. <laughs> Al- Ali-SHIBI. We'll line you up. Yeah. But I don't want to mention we his bring name. Them along slowly. We good. We'll stand major till they get calm. Oh, I down. might give a little hint as to it. It's a good time for the great taste. Yeah, he's number one on the waiting list. He is obsessed. We kind of bring him along with a little Bill McQuig until they kind of move <laughs> out a little. Until <laughs> they're ready, we'll give him some Bruce Williams. Yeah, and maybe a little Sally Jesse on the side. <laughs> Once they get to that stage, they're basically ready, and then we can give them just a little bit of FM. Bring them back into the normal. <laughs> Little Joey Reynolds, baby. Yeah. What do you think of the big crowds at the parade last night? I thought it was sensational. And uh, the interesting part of it is if the media hadn't been there, it would have been a shutout. You know? <laughs> it would have been a command performance. Friend Bishop, of course, was hawking the crowds, although she wasn't doing too well. <laughs> I must admit, I did watch a few moments to see what was happening there. I'll tell you one thing, boy. She may not always uh, do the news right, but she can drive a truck. It's uh, unbelievable. She, she can weave through traffic. <laughs> Unreal. I like the one about her boxer shorts. The other yeah, day. that was good. Well, meanwhile, you got me. She hooked. borrowed them from Molly Turner, by the way. Just <laughs> I can't do any work. Uh, a friend of mine, we were heading for Gulfstream one day when you were doing your Hallandale thing, and I've been hooked ever since. So I thought I'd start the group. We get some people off so they could get back to work. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. Um, after noodles, Ricky Tiki will be over. The two of them might come together. They used to work together, so true. Maybe you can give them a package deal. Okay. I do have a request, though. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. I knew boy. this was coming. Oh, I do need to hear badly, Rasta Jew. For my friend Spaceman, he's got to hear it. For your friend who? Spaceman. I don't want to reveal his real name, Steve Berman, but, you know. <laughs> oh, I thought you man. No, no, no. Oh, Spaceman. Okay. Well, we'll see what we can do for you. Nice afternoon. Okay, you too. Just when you thought Crap Go Records couldn't possibly be more tasteless. On a warm April evening, on a train bound for Brooklyn, I met this year accountant. That's right. It's the Catskill Cowboy himself, Dr. Irving Paycheck, singing the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. You'll hear the accountant. You gotta know how to beat him. Know how to cheat him. If you're born to live the good life, keep a second set of books. And who could forget this flavorful cut? Looking for locks in all the wrong places. Looking for locks, I'd buy by the cases. Quality stuff, be sure there's no traces of bones or too much soul. And no collection of old country music would be complete without Dr. Irving Paycheck's dietary classic. I was kosher, then kosher, wasn't cool. Yes, Crapco Records proudly presents the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. Those not Miami moves. To order Nashville hits, dial 1-800-Chutzpah. Dr. Irving Paycheck, because he's got those not Miami blues. Yeah, please. 
By the way, the rumor is the Pope can say chutzpah, so uh, what does that tell you? Can he, really? You know, uh, he started reading that speech last night uh, with kind of a funny accent. <laughs> and as it went on a little more... Seriously, did you see that? It was incredible. And he was oblivious. I mean, those poor priests, they got up there and they said, uh, you know, we're tired. You know, we've been working all these altar boys and uh, we're worn out, you know. And uh, he was oblivious. He just ignored everything they said. And he got up there and uh, he made a speech. Uh, seriously, his accent became uh, was almost comical. <laughs> almost? Well, yeah. It was right on the borderline. Anyway, I think we better... Uh, We'd be uh, taking a break here is what we'd be going to do. It's eight minutes till noon at WINZ, and we'll come right back. Speaking of that, we have a rumor just in from the WINZ rumor mill. First one in a long time, by the way. First one today. And it says Rick Stacy has jumped ship at Y100 and gone to Atlanta. Yeah, there were heavy rumors about that. Who the hell is Rick Stacy? PD at Y100. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, let's take a call here before we have to end the hour prematurely. Hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, the Pope had dinner with uh, Ron and Nancy Reagan last night. Wow. What a trifecta. Yeah, they uh, they served a uh, Polish uh, sausage and two vegetables. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. The way Rick and uh, Spud's over there at uh, Wacky FM were playing uh, the Vatican Rag this morning. Oh, My no. God. Are you serious? That's original. Boy, that's almost as original as Joey playing the uh, I-95 <laughs> asshole record. That's great. When he played, Joey played uh, High Hope or High Pope this morning, too. Yeah. No, but he had that first. Yeah. He had it first. That's right. Well, let's, he was uh, about, let's uh, wish uh, a good yonkers to the pontiff. Okay. And uh, Shabbat Shalom. Okay, buenos dias. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, Joey played it first um, on KDKA in 1921 in Pittsburgh. <laughs> His first radio job. And then he was, what, 35 then. So you figure out the arithmetic. Now, we don't want to pick on Joey because uh, he's had a checkered career, and uh, he was kind of like the underling up at NBC. The underling? He was like the peon. Was he? That was a terrible thing that Howard Stern did to uh, Imus, by the way. Disgusting. Tacky. See, Howard Stern isn't just, like, biting and funny. Howard Stern's nasty, mm -hmm. personally. He's a douchebag, you know, basically. Unlike you. It's kind of like uh, Tom Likas, basically. I see a great similarity. In fact, I think probably in this jockey purgatory, <laughs> the two of them will team up together. Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to do it. We're out of time. We have a little uh, premature elimination here on this show. We have to get out of here, make way. And uh, after Mike Wolf gets you up to date with all the uh, pontifical goings-on, then we have CBS News at noon, minus the McLaughlin <laughs> Piven spot. <laughs> Good morning from the 94 Newsroom. Pope John Paul II celebrating Mass for nearly 250,000 people at last count in a rain-soaked park in Southwest Day today. He spoke about crime, corruption, and contraception. Standing by at the uh, the Winds Press Center right now is Winds reporter Frank Motek. Frank? Yes, the pontiff right now is delivering that Mass to the huge, sometimes hysterical crowd. Earlier, it waved Cuban, papal, and American flags in that light rain as the Pope drove through the crowd in his Popemobile. And then a thousand-voice choir and 60-piece symphony began performing church music as the mitred pontiff made his way to the... Alan Box was a normal man with a wife, children, a summer home in Opalaka, and a chain of radio stations. Well, normal that is until just three weeks ago. Hi, honey. How was your day? Unbelievable. Terminal. There's nothing but subhuman douchebags out there. Alan Box is suffering from... Neil Rogers disease. Have you canceled the Miami Herald yet? But honey, we don't subscribe to the Herald. Oh, now that's a cop-out. What kind of a lame excuse is that? Just say no to El Herald, sir. Huh? People afflicted with Neil Rogers disease have lost the ability to communicate like normal human beings. What's the matter with you? Blue-haired old bags from Pembroke Pines. You know, the Yenfes who say, Oh, Neil, how can you say those nasty things? Running around stealing sweet and low. Can I get you anything? How about those bag boys at Winn-Dixie? You know, it doesn't hurt to look. Incredible. Neil Rogers disease, a growing South Florida epidemic. Please help us find a cure. Honey, it's Friday night. You know what that means. Hey, you know what I got? A nine. A nine! What's Lee Fowler got? Three point something? <laughs> Send your tax-deductible contributions today in care of Hot 105. <laughs> Terminal. Unbelievable. It's a good time for the great taste. Neil, this is Noodles, reminding you that it's always a good time for the great taste. Okay. Thanks so much. Well, listen, you forget if you don't get these constant reminders. Ooh, look at that. The Pope and Dwight Lauderdale together in stereo. Oh. All we need is Ann Bishop to fill up the whole screen. When the night... Okay, that's enough of all that stuff. If uh, we don't stop, you'll start talking about River Phoenix again, and all of our audience will start doing cartwheels. What is the big deal? Will somebody tell me? Sally was just asking me about that. About River? Who the hell is River? What is River Phoenix? First of all, what kind of a name is that? You would River name a, Phoenix. You would name a kid River? Oh, sure, all the time. <laughs> River Schwartz. You know, know him well. The Papal Mass has been cut short because of a lightning storm moving through the area. Archbishop McCarthy made the announcement to the crowd, who were obviously very unhappy. Probably. You know who's going to get blamed for it, don't you? No you. question about it. 
And I take full responsibility. Your fault. I, uh, as a matter of fact, it was just a rumor about my getting the tire. <laughs> no, seriously, I had my little electrical kit that Mr. Wizard sent me when I was a little <laughs> kid. And I was out there rubbing all kinds of stones and sticks and, uh, you know, doing a little Indian rain dance. You know, it was rough on me when you were on vacation because I got blamed for everything. So I was so glad well, you came back. In that case, it was right. Ooh, look at that. There's Reverend Cunningham. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> boy, oh boy. Is there anything else going on in the world, or is this it? You know? There's all kinds of things going on in the world. <sighs> boy. You know? I was watching the tennis last night. They don't, they're like a, they don't even know this is happening. You yeah. Know? They, tennis went on like usual last night. It mm -hmm. was great, you know. Although I do hear that, that, uh, one Swedish kid used to be an altar boy. What is his name? Mashir? <laughs> I think you're right. Oh, boy. By the way, I want to thank whoever... Uh-oh. Yeah, it's an accurate message. You were only blamed for one thing, ruining the show while I was on vacation. <laughs> and, of course, uh, in that case, can there be any doubt? Hello. That's true. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. Buenos dias. <laughs> it's great watching TV. We're watching TV, watching the same thing, you know, listening to the same show. Well, it's your show. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening to mine, too, right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, so... I don't know. They are, they are making too big of a deal. What's that? They canceled it? Yeah, I guess they cut it short, <laughs> so to speak. Done anything in his powers to like you know to just stay you know just cut out the rain just right now. Just... Yeah, exactly. If he's so powerful, how come he didn't uh, raise his uh, miter or his meter, as Judy Muller said on CBS? <laughs> I almost forgot about that, but I thank you for uh, bringing me back to reality. His green meter. I guess he's going around for FP and L reading meters or something. <laughs> Can you believe she said that? I mean, oh, Utah. Here she's doing news on CBS from coast to coast, and she called it a meter. <laughs> if it had to be modesty on his... I guess if it was Pope Peter, it would have been a Peter meter. <laughs> Shame on you, Judy. Shame on you. I guess it had to be modesty on his part. He didn't want to show off in front of so many people. Evidently, yeah. He didn't want to do one of those magical acts. If, if it would have been Oral Roberts, then we would have had a different story. <laughs> Down the stairs... Oral would have just lifted one finger to the sky, boy, and it would have been all over with. You know what he might have did after that? <sighs> this is too long. <laughs> is that on cart, or is that you doing that? That's why they cut it short, because it was too long. <laughs> Can you control yourself, please? You sound like you're going to give birth. You sound like you're going to have a baby any second. I'm watching that Pope thing, and he's nearly... And I got news for you. It's a very painful experience, I am told. Uh, well, that's good. Oh, wait a minute. Is this Mark? Is this Mark? No, my name's Mike. Mike. Yeah. Well, that was the bird who said, I think this is Mark. So you sound like Mark. He says you sound like that Mark that's uh, supposed to come. The heavy or, kid, the yeah. fat kid. Well, I don't want to say fat. The fat kid, Mark. <laughs> Are you fat? Am I fat? Yeah, a little. Well, what do you mean a little? Like what, about 200 pounds overweight? Pounds. How much? At least 30 pounds. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, okay. We can get that off with a skin graft. Consider that fact because I don't know. This is too much. What? You think this is? Mm hmm. Huh? Sounds just like him. You do Where is this call coming from? Is this from Dade or Broward? Excuse me? Dade. It's not even from Broward, you yeah. bird brain. <laughs> talking about. I'm talking Nothing. about this idiot over here that just keeps, uh, you know. For the bird? He's becoming, his expertise is just expanding by the moment. He's just a maven, a raven maven. The bird? Yeah. I hate that guy. I don't blame you. <laughs> He's developing rapidly a core of uh, hate mongers. No, not that bad. 
He's not that bad. We don't hate him that bad. It's just a, it's a friendly hate. Okay, well, listen, it's been a lot of fun, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I know. It's just too long. Our babysitting service uh, can only last for so long, and then you got to go. How come you're not, uh, what are you doing today? What am I doing today? Is my day off work because I decided not to go to work. Oh, yeah, good idea. Good thinking. I was thinking about that. Okay, have a wonderful time. All right, and take, uh, what is it, the bird, and tell him, tell him the babysitting service. He's going to have to pay an extra $50. Okay. Thanks. I'll tell Stan you said that. Mike Wolf wants a little uh, comment here to uh, chat with Jeff and all of our boys down there at Tamiami Park. Just to let everybody know what's going on, the uh, weather has turned extremely bad down there. Hmm. And uh, I spoke with Jeff just a second ago, and he told me there were a few more lightning hits very, very close to the people standing out there. So they decided, rather than leave the crowd out in the open, they're going to uh, end it right now and send everyone home rather than have them stand in the well, open see, I, field. What I don't understand is couldn't they have given those people, if, if heaven forbid something bad happened, they would have had a lot of guys around to give them the last rites right on the spot. Well, let's find out right now from Jeff Bray. He's live down at Tamiami Park. Uh, Jeff, what's going on? Well, Jeff uh, will answer my question a little later on about the lightning. Uh, 12.15 at WYNZ, and, uh, you know, what can I say? We do have also this actuality. Frank Motek called in a little while ago. The Holy Father was disappointed, obviously, that uh, they had to cut the whole mass short and did have this comment. I was kosher, been kosher, wasn't cool. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it does sound exactly like the way he was speaking last night. Uh, maybe he had a little dinner at the deli. Uh... Okay, maybe they took him to the rascal house. Maybe that's why he sounded a little... Uh... Well, you know, if you wear a yarmulke long enough, uh, sooner or later something's got to rub off. <laughs> okay, let's take another call here and see if there's somebody alive on the line. Hello? Like I told you, there's somebody on here. I'm positive. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yeah, see, I told you. You just got to wake these people up. Yes, I like to speak with Neil. You're speaking to him, sir. Is this the famous Neil Rogers? No, this is the less famous Neil Rogers. All right, well, listen, I just want to, I just want to ask you a quick question. I'd like to know why you knock something why you, when, when you, don't, you don't have any idea what you're talking about. Oh, boy. Here's Mr. Humor on the phone. Here we go again, sir. We'll get it out of your system. What All right. Is, what is your problem? What are you upset about? I feel you're an intelligent human being but, on the air for so many years. But... All right, but I happen to be a professional bowler, and you started to knock something earlier. I love bowling. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, we're going to have a, a brawl here about bowling. <laughs> oh, it's not there. I like I bowling. I enjoy bowling. Okay. All right, Mr. Chris Schenkel has been on the air for twenty years. Too long. Years. Too long. He's terrible. He's horrible. All right. The last, the last famous thing that he did when he was doing the New York Football Giants in 1956, and he said he faked him out of his jock strap. And then he paused for five seconds, realizing what he had said, and said, yeah, he faked oh. him out of his shoes. And that was the most, fa um, that's a true story. I saw it with my own three eyes, okay, when I was a kid. That's a true story. That's the last famous thing that Chris Schenkel has done. Well, he's brought, he's brought the sport of professional bowling over the year on ABC for many, many years. And great. I'm so sorry. Chris, I take it all back. He's great. Really the guy well. is now, I happen to be a professional bowler. I earn my live, a living at professional bowlers, and I know Nelson Burton very well. Nelson Burton's an excellent uh, analyst and a good I bowler. He's a great said, bowler. Anybody named well, you Nelson don't have a sense of humor, sir. The reason I said it is because my first name is Nelson, okay? It was a little self-deprecating shot. It was a joke. Okay. And you're sitting out there so uptight. You know what the problem is? You've had your fingers in those holes for too many years, and you're all uptight about it. Relax. Take a take a deep <laughs> breath. It was just a joke. Oh. 
or is that the world? Well, I was going to invite you to another victory dinner, but since you feel that I should keep Go the on. fingers in my keep my fingers in the hole. Did I say that? Did I say that? This guy no. is so uptight over bowling. Eddie Kowalik <laughs> is rolling in his grave listening to this conversation. Okay, Buddy Bomar is rolling in his grave. Freddie Wolf from WXYZ in Detroit. Fred Wolf from Championship Bowling. Exactly, my favorite. <laughs> oh, he was your favorite. I love Freddie Wolf. Oh, you did? He used to be a disc jockey at WXYZ in Detroit. Yes, I remember that. He was on He was on Channel 9 in New York with Championship Bowling. There you go. <laughs> but I think that, that, was, that was way before your time. No, it wasn't way before my time <laughs> with Buddy Bomar and Buzz Fazio and Thurman Gibson and Eddie Kowalik. You didn't know that I had this incredible had knowledge of bowling. <laughs> exactly. See? Hey, Neil. Have a good day. Are you calmed down now? Are you pacified? I calmed. How about you? I'm very calm. I don't think you're calm. You started screaming at me. I've never Sir, heard. All I can Are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. I hope you make the 710 next time it comes up, okay? Okay, thank you very much. Good luck to you. Bye. Bless never, you, my child. never heard anyone upset about bowling. Bowling! I thought this guy was going to be upset about the Pope, about <laughs> something we did today. He's upset about the Chris Schenkel. Chris Schenkel. Oh, boy. Wow. Holy Toledo. <laughs> Don't worry about something that matters, you know. Jeez. As they say in Akron, holy Toledo. <laughs> Twelve nineteen oh. at WINC. We're going to be putting in a call to Toledo in a little bit. And uh, let's take a break and see if we can recover on the... Uh, we're going to be shooting the 410 right after this. <laughs> Don't they? They're out at the airport? Boy, oh boy, they don't waste any time, huh? That guy with the bowling, man, that was uh, the most <laughs> incredible. Hysterical. And he didn't realize I know quite a bit about bowling. I used to bowl in two leagues. Right. And I mentioned the 410 split. I made, of course, I'm a left-hander, but I've made the 410 split a few times, which is, uh, you know. How come you don't bowl on the... Of course, when you're bowling 52. No, I used to average 186, 185. You don't bowl on the station team. How no, come? because I, I, in one game, I would do more than all of them put together. So <laughs> it would be a little embarrassing, even though I haven't bowled in a couple of years. But uh, once you've got the touch, once you pick up that ball... Max Headroom broke 100 last week. Did he really? Boy. What was that, IQ? <laughs> that was a collective IQ of the people watching. And, of course, you were, you were watching. And no, I was One or two points, so what does that tell you? <laughs> but uh, now the guy thinks I'm talking about things I don't know about. I happen to know quite... Look at all the names of the bowlers that I rattled off there without even That's thinking right. about it. That's right. And uh, we put in a call during the break to try <laughs> to smooth things out a little bit. Don Carter down there in Kendall at uh, Don Carter Lane's. Who had this to say about the show? This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Well, that probably wasn't Don. That was his wife. Uh, what is her name? Miss also a very no. Well, no, she's a very accomplished uh, bowler. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you are so shameless. Not to mention an airhead, but so shameless. How can you say that about me? You say those things like, oh, sure, I knew that all along. And you haven't got, like yesterday, I mentioned some baseball player. I mean, you wouldn't know Kevin Mitchell from Martha Mitchell. That's what you know about baseball. You well, know, just, uh, uh, okay, let's qualify this statement. I'm an airhead when it comes to sports. Now, I'll agree with you there. I don't know anything about sports. Lost. Okay. I think you should qualify your statement. And what what's the reason for that? Is there any special reason that you don't know anything about sports? I mean, if I didn't know anything about sports, that might not surprise anybody in the audience. Isn't it weird? Because I'm supposed to be the... Uh, I know. Listed, Isn't um, it weird? And here I am. Subhuman. Sports bore me. Bore me to tears. They do. I cannot watch football. I know it's weird. I know it's un-American. I'm not a communist. I'm not a Nazi. But I still don't watch football. Yeah. 
That's why when I sat here and said Jim Langer was the center for the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> I did don't anybody know. come to my rescue over no here to way. my right? No. You're in an area I'm lost. Although Jim Langer may have to be uh, the center because now that Dwight Stevenson is injured, and you know all about that, of course, <laughs> <clears throat> about Dwight Stevenson's injury. I and John Offerdahl, you know all of these people, right? <laughs> I read. Something. Well, you do know Dan Marino. Yeah, he I looks like Dan the Marino. Joker in Batman. He's got yeah. those lips, you know. I know looks who, like I know Caesar Romero when he played the Joker in Batman. Right. I do watch. Tennis. He does without the white face. I'm serious. He's got those strangest lips, but he's a great quarterback. We love Dan Marino, even if he does have bizarre lips. <laughs> right. 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 I know A.J. Dewey. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's having a hell of a season, yeah. Boy, oh, boy. How about Earl Morrill? He's having a big year. <laughs> old hmm. Earl. I know old yeah. Earl. See, I know a few things. Not much. I watched... I saw a thing with A.J. Dewey. He was in uh, some movie. He's acting now. There was a thing with A.J. You remember the no, title? No, not that kind of a movie, Sally. She's got a one-track mind, you know? Not that kind. Although that might be interesting, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That could be pretty interesting. There'd be a lot of uh, Dolph... Fanatics who would pay a lot of money to see that, but not A.J. He's a good guy. I know. Rick Weaver would be first in line. But that's another story for another day. Yeah, Rick was first in line at the concession stand where they had the uh, Pope soap on a rope, I understand. But uh, unfortunately, they were all sold down already. That was the excuse. Um, that's why I came away empty-handed. Hello? Hello? Yes. Is this me? Yeah. Uh, I have got this record here. I would like you to listen to it. You know what it's called? What? Rise in your Levi's. What is it called? Rise in your Levi's. Rise in your Levi's? Yeah. No, sir. We don't. Uh, <laughs> we don't do that kind of stuff on this show. Call Joey Reynolds tomorrow morning. He's not on tomorrow morning, is he? No, probably not. I'm sure, he doesn't work because nobody works six days in this market except a couple of us who just a uh, couple of us peons. Hello. No, nope, nobody on that one. Boy, we're starting to get a few impatient birds on the phone here now, just because it's the noon hour, and just because the rain made everybody go bye-bye down at Tamiami Park is no excuse. Wait a minute, what is that? Do we also have one Broward line not lit there, too? I just noticed that for the first time, and it hurt beyond my ability to describe it to you. <laughs> Where are the Broward cannot calls? believe that. Where are the Broward calls? Next thing you know, they're going to want us to give the number out. There we go. Are you really there? Hello. Now, see, they hung up. There wasn't a... See, now, that's not going to work. If they call and hang up and I put them on hold, it just ties the line up. Shame on you, sir. Hello. Neil. Yeah. When they going to be having Jesse Jackson down here? That'd be the black pope. That'd be the black pope. Neil. Hello, Neil. This is another one of those rap guys. You know, he wants like a rap on the knuckles is what he wants. What the hell do you want, sir? Why don't you talk like a real human being and cut the garbage? Why don't they be taking notes? Why don't you be a real human being, sir? <laughs> Why don't they have just a jacket? We're going to have the Pope disconnect your meter if you don't uh, be nice to us. I don't understand why the Pope be catered to all these Cubans. Because those are the only Catholics left in Dade County, sir. In fact, those are the only people left in Dade County. Yeah, but you you would think that they would be be, be uh, waving them off. Yeah, I know. There was a great line, by the way, on the um, coverage yesterday. I think it was on radio. I don't, it had to be on radio. And um, maybe it was on this station. It was on the CBS coverage in the 6 o'clock hour. 
And somebody made a very interesting point. They were talking about the throng that was gathering. Of course, there were only like 50 people, I guess. <laughs> but uh, And they made a very interesting observation that there were no American flags visible anywhere. That they were all kidding. The only flag they saw was the Cuban flag. They were all over the place. And uh, she said, uh, it's been very interesting, but there, we haven't seen any sign of an American flag. And, of course, my immediate response was, you know, welcome to Miami. What the hell did you expect? I know. Why would you want to see an American flag in a foreign country? You know, it would be a little out of place. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay. What's going on? What kind of a question is that on a momentous day like today when the skies are unloading and... Uh... Yeah, the post got pooped on. Come on, sir. Clean up your act. Hey, come on. This is Bobby. How you doing? Bobby. Yeah. Shame on you for saying such sacrilegious things. Oh, my God. So what's going on? <laughs> what kind of a call is this, Bobby? What do you mean, what's going on? Uh, Neil, you know what? You got insulted this morning. By what? Uh, on Joey Reynolds' show. Oh, my favorite. What did Joey Pinto have to say this morning, Bobby? He had this thing on uh, on his show. He goes, well, I got the envelope here, and the answer is John Paul II, Neil Rogers, and Joey Reynolds. What's the answer? What's the question? And he goes, name a pope, a dope, and a hope. Oh, that's cute. Very good. So I Joey's application. I'm going to start giving him all that information on the air. Shoe size. Yeah, I know. I mean, the guy. What do you want? The guy's only 20 years old. Uh, you know, once, <laughs> he, once he grows up, this guy before he was even a uh, fetus, he was doing. Uh, he was on the air in Buffalo with a, He had a. He had a 60 share on WKBW in Buffalo. He wasn't even born yet, so it's incredible. It's unbelievable. Imagine what he's going to do now that he's alive. He found the fountain of youth, huh? Yeah, evidently. Somewhere. Well, the Pope was here looking for the Fountain of Youth and uh, wound up sleeping with the Archbishop. So what does that tell you? It's too long. <laughs> Things don't always work out the way you expect. It's too long. So how's your girlfriend? Bobby, stop uh, with these personal <laughs> laments, would you please? You notice before he came in this building, he was, you know, fairly know. relatively normal. I know. And whatever it is that you did with him while I was out, um, exactly. I was a normal human being before yeah. I walked in there. Until the bird got you under his wing. You know, he's a nice guy. Yeah. A little too cozy, though, from what I heard. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah. One in a million. Mm-hmm. How much did he pay you to say this? Too long. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you see where his mind is I know today. where his mind yeah. is. So how's your girlfriend doing, Bobby? Everything, everything's great. I moved out of my house, told everybody to just go to hell. Excuse great. Me. My kind of um, maniac, yeah. Uh, and uh, we're, we're pretty much doing our own thing now. Wow. And, uh, you know, if they want to go along with what we have to say and what we want to do, great. Oh, wait a minute. There are all the altar boys around right now. Look at that. <laughs> and look at that. The Pope is praying for one of them. I can't believe it. Oh, boy. He had his hands clasped together. Oh, that's... What is that? Is this just on a tape? Yeah. Oh, this is a file tape. Mm. I thought this... I was very concerned for that one blonde altar boy on the end, boy. You guys see the Pope kissing those little girls when he walked off the plane? Well, they have nothing to worry about. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be too sure, though. Really? Yeah. I mean, come on. All, the, all these uh, priests over here are complaining about being celibate and everything. Hello? They're complaining about that? Yeah. Didn't you hear that yesterday on the... On the uh, two, they were, you know, asking him questions, you know, if that's okay and if women should, be, you know, could become priests and everything. Either that, I mean, I was, that's what I heard they were talking about. I, I was at work. I couldn't see it then.
time I see a little girl of five or six or seven, I can't resist a joyous urge to smile and say thank heaven for little girls. That's what they were singing, Bob. Four little girls get bigger every day. Okay, that was it. Oh, um, <laughs> guys are a riot. I know. A laugh riot. <laughs> Just like uh, in The Boys in the Band, that was a great line in there, a laugh riot. Uh, and of course, you saw The Boys in the Band, didn't you, Bobby? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Good. Well, let's just keep it that way. It's too long. Uh, it's <laughs> no, it's not one of those movies we would recommend for mixed company. Oh, no? No. Darn. Anyway, so, how's life? Just great, Bobby, and this conversation is probably going to bring this show to uh, new lows. Oh, and <laughs> if you guys ever need any tuxedos, give me a call. Why, are you peddling them? Uh, no, man, I work at a tuxedo store. Isn't that what I just asked? I said, are you peddling them? No, I work at a tuxedo store. Very good, Bobby. With that attitude, you ought to, uh, you know, sell at least one or two in the next ten years. <laughs> it's great, job. You just sit here all day, listen to you, look in the mirror. Yeah, do no work, right? Just look in the mirror and admire your uh, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. And, and say to yourself, it's a good time for the great taste. And that's it. That's all there is. Well, listen, have a great day. It's too long. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Boy, oh, boy. That's He's all he kept saying. There's something mind, uh, yeah. on his mind, and something I don't want... Going on. I don't think we want to know what it is. At least I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I don't. Now, we're going to be talking about Emac and Brolio's ice cream when we come back following this break, and uh, no, we're not. Bolio's? Emacs. Now, Stan tells me, was it while you were working that uh, somebody allegedly Brian's father called in? That was the person that called you. Yeah, you Brian's father called caller. me, and it didn't sound like uh, Brian's father to me. Yeah, he called me. Well, you hang office. up on everybody. That's Every true. Every call that comes into programming office, he just uh, mumbles and hangs up on him. He doesn't want to be bothered by it. Oh, another crank, you know. How do you know who it was? You answer that phone. The man called Sometime. Stan, I have it on very good authority, and said that he wanted to, uh, his son wanted to be a model. Brian That's wanted right. to be a model. That's what the guy told me. And, uh, having... and wanted to know if you had any uh, connections. I don't modeling. have any connections. That's what I told him. Stan gave him some good advice, though, I think. Yeah, what was that? Stay away from Neil. <laughs> okay, 25 before 1 at WINZ. We're going to do a little break, and when we come back, hopefully the quality of these calls is going to increase dramatically. Uh, I mean, like, by a 200%. Red, you mentioned Art the Douchebag Carlson because um, yesterday at 2 o'clock when Channel 10 was doing their 85-hour coverage of the arrival of the plane <laughs> with the Pope, the uh, papal plane, whatever the hell they call Shepherd. it. Shepard. Isn't it Shepherd 1? Shepherd One. I think that's the name of it. Schlepper One? Yeah. Well, anyway, as Schlepper One was touching down, <laughs> Art Carlson was on camera saying, I know I'm supposed to be an objective news reporter, but I must confess, uh, I have goosebumps. Wow. I mean, is that wow. pathetic or what? Is that pathetic Shh, or what? I can't believe it. I mean, if Kurt Waldheim were landing, you know, at Miami International... Before they shot the plane down, would uh, you know? Would Art Carlson say, "I must confess, I have goosebumps"? Or if uh, Margaret Thatcher were landing, of course, you might get goosebumps from looking at her, but and especially Art. You know, I mean, what a what a jerk! What the the news people in this town, man, on television, they have shown themselves for the true shills and douchebags that they are. They just they have they can't control themselves. 
what are they going to do next week? They're going to go through the most incredible withdrawals. Yeah. Well, they'll be doing uh, Donna Rice and um, what Michael they call Jackson. <laughs> I don't no, um, no apologies. No apology jeans, right? No, it's not no, no apologies. Um, no excuses. Yeah. yeah. Well, these guys in the media, they got no excuses, I'll tell you that. Hello. Are you there? No, is there someone no they're not there. There's nobody on that line. They just, uh, you know, they just stick around for a minute or two, go out <laughs> to get their corned beef sandwich, and they're gone. It's, uh, you know. Hello. No, nope, there's nobody on that one either. We could have like seven of these in a row. You do realize that, don't you? They were both Broward. Hello. No, nope. uh oh, on that That's one either. Three in a row, three in a row. Let's go for four. All of Broward <laughs> just hung up during that break. That wasn't such a long break. No. Well, screw Broward. We might give up on Broward altogether today. You True. scored with me. What? You scored with me. I'm well, we don't want to get into that, sir. <laughs> they didn't get a chance to take up a collection. This is very, very bad. I know. Two hundred fifty thousand people. That's a big house. Well, I got news for you. They have the area cordoned off, and no one will be uh, allowed to leave until <laughs> without a uh, they cough up a little something. That's right. <laughs> Well, this is the gay eye reporting. I was there yesterday at the uh, Curates Now rally. I was one of the seven people there that showed up. A lot of the fellas left immediately when they found out it wasn't Carol Channing. <laughs> yeah, or Betty Davis. No, this is Carol the Pope. Oh. All right. The manhole cover where we were standing with all the security, believe me, there was more security and, and more ego and more reporters banging into each other than there Are were you people sure this to watch. On Senior Walsh? <laughs> Two dogs, there was a little old black pit dog and a French poodle were running up and down South Bayshore Drive in front of all of this where everything was sealed off and cordoned off and they went over and peed all over the cops' motorcycle. <laughs> The police were just impotent to know what to do with the poodles. I thought they were very clever. They're Libyan terrorists. But in any event... Boy, I'm telling you, talk about uh, incoherence. Wasn't talk about drunk with emotion. I, I'm drunk. I'm drunk with excitement. I'm reporting exactly what happened with all seven of us there. Oh, and there's Mel Taylor now on Channel 10. <laughs> Boy, they've brought everybody out for this thing, man. They're, they're holding nothing back. Also, Metrofail reported that nobody... I can't believe it. We're seeing Mel and Dwight Lauderdale together at the same time. I cannot believe it. Together again. Must be one of those split-screen gags, you know. <laughs> I haven't seen Mel in years. I know it. They had him in mothballs until today. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just getting emotional from this TV better than I am. Um... It's going on for hours. I mean, anyway, everybody had, is just they obsessed had her. I mean, with They had him crap. in his Lucite cage. That was the, o that was the only high point. Uh, coming out, uh, we thought it was very much like Evita Perone. And um, <laughs> apart from that, there wasn't really much happening except the Pope held Ronnie up about half an hour. Ronnie got there first, which I thought was tastefully late, and that's the way it should be done. Yeah. And um, I guess they schmoozed a while, but um, it was pathetic because the manhole cover right in front of us was open. Somebody checked it out. And um, they were talking about all this tight security. It was just a joke as far as security was concerned. Well, I want you to know, sir, that's a person hole cover, not a manhole cover. <laughs> the feminists who attended would be very upset to hear you say that. <laughs> and um, what else happened? Well, not much was happening. I mean, there was all this stuff out there to sell schmatas and things at the rally. And mm -hmm. no people and Metro Rail told people not to go over by the Vizcaya station because there were protests. There was not a protest. Um, I guess the emphasis was really trying to get some consciousness on the fact that an awful lot of dough is being spent on junk, including the ceremony, while people are still dying in the street. But that doesn't seem to reach anybody that's... Uh, no. 
Not at all. Because the, the They were too busy buying their blessed Joan Crawford shoulder pads. That was a very big seller. <laughs> <laughs> and um, really, basically, it was uh, a, a non-event second only to Cahotec's um, arrival, the Comet Cahotec. This is a real non-event that was happening down there. And um, the, um, the emphasis, again, was missed entirely. And um, I mean, so much pomp and circumstances for so little. Well, that's all it's about. You know, it's just another sideshow. It's a circus. You know, it's a fundraiser. And the real circus are the reporters. They're the ones to watch. Yeah. They, they had their little... Look at that. Wait a minute. Mel Taylor is sitting there looking sideways at the wall. I can't believe it. <laughs> He's at the Wailing Wall on Channel 10. What a shot that was. Boy, you're missing it, pal. I'll tell you, if you could only see this. I'm watching Seven. There's somebody with a weather map. I mean, this is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so I really have anything more to say except that the rally failed only because, um, I, you know, people didn't turn out. and, and But, you know, the, the press was there, and I guess that's what was important. But it's not going to do anything. It's not going to move anybody. <laughs> okay. You know. Okay, hang in there. It's really boring, isn't it? I'm sorry. Life will go on. All right. Okay. Can't believe it. Not only is the Pope wearing green today, but the screen was green there for a while on Channel 10. It's just, uh, it's unbelievable. They're all coming apart at the scenes. Yeah. Who is that? Patty Oates. Patty Oates. I haven't seen her in a long is time Is she either. related to Hall and Oates, I wonder? <laughs> Are you serious? Patty Oates? Haven't seen her in a long time. Who the hell time. is she? One of their reporters. Another one, man. They've dragged them all out. There are people reporting on this story who haven't done a story in 30 years for Channel 10. It's incredible. Alan Burke's going to be on in a minute. Oh, my gosh. And Mickey Dane is going to be doing uh, psychic readings about the Pope's departure. I can't believe it. Claire Burke will be on. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Claire Booth loose. It's going <laughs> to be incredible before it's over, boys and girls. What a happening in our town. This has really put us on the map, hasn't it? Isn't this what we've all been waiting for all of our lives? Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Look at that. She's sitting there. Oh, that was oh. good. She's looking around. Is Art coming on? Are you there, Art? There's Art. Art's got goosebumps all over his face. And you can see uh, him. he just can't handle it. He's looking there at that uh, TWA hijacked plane there on the <laughs> runway. It's unbelievable. Okay, let's take another call from uh, Dade Broward, Palm Beach, wherever the hell this is. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, this is Neil, right? Is it? I hope so. <laughs> anyway. That invitation you received yesterday to attend the Pope's uh, thing uh, thing down there. Yeah. Did he say on that invitation what kind of, uh, uh, whether he was going to serve gray popon or brown popon with his refreshments? Oh, just said something about Grandma Boone. Oh, uh, but uh, you would have preferred the brown popon, right? <laughs> what is this man talking about? We don't talk about mustard on this show, sir. If you want to call Julia Child, good luck to you. These people are like, uh, they're all swept away by this. Yeah. Have you noticed? They're all incoherent. They're crumbling under the pressure mm -hmm. from this. You would think that um, somebody important visited town, like uh, David Duke or somebody. <laughs> Hello. Neil. Yeah. What's up? Don't start with that stuff again. Listen, let me tell you something. I was trying to call you yesterday. You know, your name was on a sign last week. It was uh, the sign that said uh, 95 was going to be closed. Yeah. And on the bottom it said, this means you too, Neil Rogers. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And everybody in I-95 seen it. Great. Well, I know you're excited about that. Listen, yeah, that was pretty good. We have a new talk show on FM mm -hmm. called Love 94. <laughs> 
You don't have nothing to do with that, right? That's it's not, a good time. That's for not your that great taste. No, we have nothing to do with them. We just occasionally uh, make fun of them, but that's about oh, I'm it. telling you, I, I tried to get through to them this morning, and they had some kind of show going. Them people talk so much. You should shift over to FM during that hour. Oh, wait a minute. The screen just came green again here on Channel 10. I can't believe it. The whole town has become green. Well, it's raining like hell. And they're all wearing those green meters now. I can't believe it. <laughs> by, the, by the big show. Yeah. you well, got to tell me that it didn't touch you in one <laughs> That it what? One way, this this pope visiting all you wasn't touched at all. Oh, I was really deeply touched. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it, it moved me. I had a moving experience. Uh, Come on. What are you talking about? Will you get serious? Come on. Come on, what? How can you not be? You know, feel anything out of this? I do. I feel revulsion, disgust, and nausea. That's what I feel. Because they spend so much money, People huh? are starving to death. Some idiot sent me in the mail today all this big article about, well, they spend so much to feed the starving. How about this uh, $20 million that they're spending for this circus all over the country? $20 million would feed a lot of hungry mouths, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm a Catholic. Well, nobody's perfect. So. <laughs> I was an altar boy. Oh, no. Uh -oh. Well, that explains that sound in your voice. No, I don't want to say who the father was. That was on TV last night, but I used to be an altar boy for him. Yes. He used to drink quite a bit. He used to drink quite a bit. Yeah, we would be up there and he'd say, okay. What do you mean we would be up there? Is well, that... I was an altar boy. Oh, I see. And we would be up there. Um... And what would he do after he'd get a couple of belts under his uh, belt, so to speak? Say, he had a hot hand signal, like, you know, you would go to say, you know, cut, you know, as in film or something. He would say, and here's the water and the wine, and he would give the water, he'd give the cut signal. And then you give him the wine, he'd just say more and more and more. He would take it all. He would take it all, huh? Well, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> Too short. <laughs> he was what? Too short. <laughs> You're nuts. Oh, I can't believe he said that. Can you believe that? But you know what? The religion went bad about 12 or 15 years ago when they... When the nuns started uh, leaving the church and getting married. and, and uh, Yeah, and now the priests are get leaving the church and getting married to each other. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Now. No, I know. We just make it up. It's just all, you know, just in fun. It's fake. It's fake. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Neil. Yes. Have a beautiful day. It's a wonderful day out in Carroll City. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood, sir. Carroll City. God forbid. Okay. Good luck to you. Bye. Cannot believe this. Uh, it started yesterday at one o'clock, just yep. about the time that we were getting um, mm -hmm. invaded. The city fell apart. Exactly. The show, the last hour, kind of everything. My whole life, uh, even that little screw in my tire, I think. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go home going. and put on my green meter. I'll tell you that. Are you right now? Good. Hello. Neil. Yeah. I was just watching CNN. And they were showing there's a big storm in uh, Texas where the Pope is going in the next couple of days. Oh, boy. And not only... What a bummer. ...storm like we did today, but winds toppled 200-foot towers they had built for the Pope's altar, <laughs> knocking them over and crashing them to the ground. You don't think somebody upstairs is trying to uh, send the Holy Father a message, do you? It sounds like uh, they're bringing the wrath of God along with them or something. It I don't know. in mysterious ways. Uh... I uh, found out about this plot that was foiled about the mass today. This is a, a true story. Someone called uh, the police that uh, someone had rented a private plane from Obalaka Airport and mm -hmm. made a plan yeah. to go over the mass today.
check this guy out. And they found out he was a protester. He was in the FBI files as a subversive. He was always protesting against... Against what? Had purchased thousands of condoms. And he was planning to fly over the mass and throw them out the window onto the crowd below. Excellent work. But they caught him. They didn't let him do it. I, I think it would have been great if that had happened on TV. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, it's sure been enlightening, but uh, life must go on. It's like everybody is in, like, is it me or is it like all these callers are in slow motion or something today? They're just, um, I don't know what it, it is. They've it's lost just, uh, They're caught up I in know. It, these two days, yeah. we're going to have to cross them off the calendar right. and pretend this uh, ugly episode never happened. It's eight minutes before one at WINZ. We don't want to wake anybody up. We'll come right back. Well, it may be raining like crazy, like cats and dogs, but we understand the Holy Father's prayers have been answered today in Miami. It's raining, Okay, six minutes before one, W-Y-N-Z. I just, I just can't turn this off. You know, I envision all these fat little Oprah Winfrey's just dancing around, doing little Kazatsky in the middle of the room. And all these blonde altar boys falling from the sky, right on the Santa's lap. <laughs> So when the Pope tries to touch your green meter, my suggestion, there he is again, look at that. <laughs> wow. I wonder if Tom Brokaw has spoken to his holiness. Okay, let's take another call here because uh, now we're going to have to break again early this hour? Maybe. Well, who cares? We don't care. Hello. Oh, good call, yeah. Well, I think that about sums it all up, if you I ask did me. Too. I kind of concur with the last mm -hmm. caller. Hello. Yeah, Neil, hiya. Okay. Uh, what do you think tomorrow's headline is going to be? How about uh, God determined to strike fear into popes and bolts of lightning and <laughs> out of followers following his trail all the way to Texas? You know, three people were already hit by, by lightning in, uh, in uh, Miami? Horrendous, yeah. Yeah, that's great. He's out to get him. I tell you, that guy better watch out. I tell you, those uh, those people out there really are believers. Uh, I think they ought to tell them something. Uh, they better start scurrying. I, I think it would be funny if the headline in the front of the Herald of Mars said, Cardinals rained out in fifth. <laughs> something like that, you know. I think that would be cute. That would even make more sense. That would be cute, yeah. Yeah, but it seems to me that if they really believed, uh, you know, what they're in, in, in God, I mean, they would start getting out of there really fast because, uh, you know, if he's, you know, wherever he's been, uh, there's been uh, a moral and there's been, uh, uh, you know, earthquakes. And, well, you notice the, uh, wherever the heavy, uh, yeah, the population of uh, Catholics, you know, it had earthquakes and and. and Actual disasters, acts of God. Oh, you know, did you hear uh, his speech, uh, the Pope's speech early today? No, I'm afraid I missed it, sir. Yeah, well, um, these, you know, for about an hour. <laughs> well, I'm telling you one thing, man. It's uh, four levels of sleep. We're going to have a sleep expert on here in the next hour. A dream analyst, something like that. <laughs> They're all in a different level of uh, unconsciousness yeah. today, right? Yeah. We're going to go to Mike now because, uh, after all, enough goofing around. Right. 
going to get the answer on why all these maniacs are running around in the thunder and lightning, and then we might even come back at 106. Good time for the great taste. Okay, Donald, calm down. 108 at WYNZ. We're back for our fourth and final hour. Thank heaven for 7-Eleven on this unbelievable Friday. It's just, it's like affected the whole town. It started yesterday, and everybody's been swept up in it. And it's just uh, the most incredible embarrassment in the history of mankind. You know, the one thing that it underscores, I was watching these rabbis walking around here on Channel 10 with their beanies on. You know, it's kind of like match the beanie is what this whole thing is. And it underscores the ludicrous, uh, this whole business of organized religion is such a ripoff and such a, just a disaster. And, uh, you know, all these people are, you know, get, genuflecting to each other, you know, please uh, pat me on the head and say that I'm okay and begging each other for acceptance. And it's just uh, pathetic. And all of the uh, protesters, by the way, have you noticed how silent this has all been? All these different groups are going to come out and going to get all this media coverage and all this publicity for a lot of very worthwhile issues and causes. And if they were out there, <laughs> if there's anything going on, we sure aren't seeing anything about it. Uh-uh. Invisible. All we get to see is our Carlson with his goosebumps, you know, and there's the empty plane. Hey, look at the plane, the plane, the plane. Where's Hervé Villachez when we need him, you know? The plane, the plane. The rain falls mainly on the plane. Look at that. Is that a great shot or what? Look at the sky. Yeah. Cloudy and gloomy. And there's uh, Art looks cloudy and gloomy, too, doesn't it? He's got goosebumps from head to toe. He's just um, overwhelmed by this. <laughs> Boy, I feel like Bob Lasseter must be hovering over all of this, you know, with this dark, depressing cloud, <laughs> this big, dark, black cloud. Oh, look at that. There's Clarence in the IOD helicopter. <laughs> I can't believe it. If you're wondering what we're doing, you can tune in Channel 10. And, uh, you know, not that we care all that much about Channel 10 News, but it just happens to be on the monitor in the other room on our weather uh, thing that cost us about $20 billion a month. And um, look at that. And CBS, which ran 30 seconds over, by the way, we don't want to be upset. That's okay. They can, uh, everybody's taking a little chunk out of the show here, a little before the news, a little yeah. after the news, you know. Just for two days. And uh, they said that the Pope got back on the thing there. He got back on his horse. Look at that camera work. Is that good or what? See, their cameras are up, but they're not willing to accept that, so they keep trying desperately. they got somebody like with a brownie camera in the back, and they keep showing the sky and the trees and... Uh, Unbelievable. The camera goes over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what just happened. Yeah, the camera went All of a sudden, over. we saw the uh, sky and the trees, and now there's the plane. The plane is back on again. But why didn't we bring her wow. down for this? Yeah, he would have been great mistake. for this, huh? Yeah. For the short reports on the uh, <laughs> papal tour. Well, let's take a few more calls. If they work out as well as they have uh, earlier in the show, it ought to really uh, liven things up for Stan, who'll be along at two. And uh, we'll start somewhere. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I think that they're they're all sort of auditioning all these uh, newscasters for for network jobs. I mean, Art Carlson. I mean, I've never seen anybody gush and puke more than than he did. Oh, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have seen Robin Carter now. Oh, yeah, I've seen Robin Carter. All right. Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> He's fluff anyway. He's he he identified himself as a hardened newsman, and he just couldn't take it anymore. He was just yeah. so overwhelmed yesterday. Yeah, he had goosebumps. Had goosebumps, and he was, and, and Ann Bishop had the headset over her forehead. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I wish somebody would explain to me why they do that. I mean, why she had a, the headset, 
you know, cucumber yeah. size uh, microphone. Did you see that? Yeah. On our head. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Dwight Lauderdale looked like he was going to do NFL uh, countdown to kickoff they or something. They did look yeah. like they were at a football exactly. game. They really I thought he did. was John Madden, and he was going to, yeah. you know, do... Well, I didn't think he was John Madden, no. Pope hears a little X, and he moves to the left, he crashes, you know. But it was, it's, the whole thing is... is Ridiculous. Yeah, it's the biggest circus, and it's, and it's comical. And the people that are involved in it, evidently, are not even aware no. of how comical it's coming off, and especially no. the TV coverage. I mean, it's coming off like a like Saturday Night Live or something, you know, like a satire, and they don't even realize it. They're taking it all very seriously. Oh, they are so serious, it's incredible. And uh, Sally Fitz, who almost fell off the terror building, or wherever she was sitting yesterday, Yeah, it was just... I got guy was just had my little button here and pushing to each channel and and the, the syrup was just pouring out of the set and I was you know. yeah there were a lot of people going into insulin shock when Sally was on yesterday <laughs> and I was one of them yeah some kind of shock anyway well it'll all be over in just a few minutes uh, thank you for letting me comment on these events of the past two days okay thanks right. these pressing uh, issues. <laughs> There it is again. Now we see that one little brownie camera in the background taking a distant shot. Wait a minute. Look off there. Oh, there's the 30,000 cops I see over there. That was the incredible part. There were 50,000, what, 45,000 people last Something night? Something like that. And 25,000 cops and, and 28,000 from the media. Now that's 43,000. So no, that's 53,000. I take it back. Yeah. So evidently some of the cops didn't show up. <laughs> But, uh, you know, what can I... Oh, and there's... Who is that? Linda Patillo. Linda Patillo. Do you know who that is? One of the reporters at 10. It looks like I... they just pulled her out of uh, junior high. Yeah, I haven't the seen Carl her. Carl Gables High or something. It's true. I have not seen Linda in about And look years. at the color of the gr the uh, dress she's wearing. It's the same as the one. It's matching the one that Michelle wore yesterday. And, of course, they all match the color of the uh, schmatas, the yarmulkes yeah. that the Pope and the bishops are wearing. True. That's I can't true. believe it. It's true. It's oh, in other words, it's color-coordinated color Color-coordinated, yes. For those watching in color. Wow. <laughs> Boy, it's a good thing they're not covering uh, something in Libya. They all have to dress up in army fatigues, you know, like Gaddafi does. And do a lot of drugs, too, I guess. Boy, look at this. I'm just infatuated. I'm getting goosebumps just watching watching this coverage. On, look at that. Who the hell is she? She's like some little girl. They went out on Biscayne Boulevard and pulled in off the boulevard to bring in there. Man, they're pulling out all the stops on Channel 10. This is real team coverage, man. They're bringing in the Yankees, the Mets, and the Dodgers to do this one. <laughs> Hello. Are you there? These people on the phone, man, are just so out, out to lunch. The worst day ever. Yeah, this is. This is one of the worst days in history. Well, there's a lot of pressure. They, right. They're cracking under the pressure. Exactly. Hello. I can hear you now. Okay, I can hear you, just like you're on the other end of the phone. Oh, I'm, I'm calling from a payphone in Ogis in the rain. Well, the uh, rain in Ogis falls mainly... Uh, well, it was plane. a very important event, but it's not too bad because I put on plenty of sunscreen and I'm wearing loose clothing. Great. <laughs> Excellent. Good thinking. Good planning. But <laughs> I had to I had to call because uh, you've been... It's a good time for the great taste. Certainly is. And I want to tell you, you've been doing a lot of good Pope material, but there is somebody who topped you. Mm. And I'll tell you, after your show yesterday, I turned on the TV and I was watching the scene at the airport where they had US-1 and Shepard-1 right next to each other. Oh, yeah, the planes were mating. Yeah, I saw that. They were, uh, and they were waiting for the, uh, the pontiff and the president to come out, and uh, they, they had a band that was playing marches. Now... Not the MSU... Uh, I don't know what... Oh, come on now. But they, they topped you because they were, pay, they were playing a Sousa march, which happens to be titled 
the Liberty Bell. And uh, anybody who watches PBS would recognize it immediately because it is the theme song to the British TV show, Monty Python's Flying Circus. Wow. Oh, uh, I thought I was really... That's great. Probably was followed by the life of Brian. Yeah, well, Brian was on Channel 4. Oh, wait a minute. Diane Magnum's got her hair all uh, skunked back. I can't believe it. If you could see that. That's weird. you believe what you just saw? Weird. I hate I hate to, um, you know, step on your line there, but if you could have just seen. She looks like she was just out in the rain. <laughs> And they came back, and you know, like how your hair gets real ratty when it's all wet, and it's almost like in a ponytail in the back. I mean, this girl's had hair problems since she came to town, but that was the most incredible shot I've ever seen in my life. Oh, the pressure is just... And look at that, Babe Ruth is there. Look at that. George Herman Ruth is there with his American Legion cap on. <laughs> well, if you were watching Channel 10, you'd understand what we're talking about. I'm going to go home right now. And... I am telling you, it is so phenomenal. You have never seen team coverage like this. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to think of the size of the truck that Ann had to drive to bring all these people in. <laughs> it must have been a, an 18-wheeler. <laughs> Look at her hair. <laughs> okay, sir, have a wonderful life. This is so entertaining. Oh, this is... this. Without the sound, it's it's some of the best video that I have ever seen in my life. It puts MTV to shame. Who needs sound? There is no truth to the rumor, by the way. The Pope arrived just in time for the Notre Dame game. That's an ugly rumor. Look at Diane Magnus. I mean, there is something strange about that child. She looks like the love goddess or something there. And now we go. Here's Art is still at the plane. He's still waiting at the plane at Miami International. For her day. Big build up now for Art Carlson, who's pointing out there's the plane, there are the wings, there are the engines, the tail, the nose, and even a couple of cute little wheels there. The landing gear is. Uh, oh. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. <laughs> Boy, you talk about um, a town going ape. Going How many more hours nuts. are they going to be? I on? don't know. This could go on forever. I mean, just to think that the days of our lives is supposed to be on an NBC yeah. right now. Yeah. God, forget that. I noticed, though, that Wendy was sitting in the kitchen. She, You know, she's. it's become such a habit that she <laughs> thinks the days of our lives is on. She's watching Channel 7, and uh, Sally is on there, and Peter and all those people, and she's watching, and she thinks they've become characters in the days of our lives. You know? It is unbelievable. A new storyline, yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Fine with her. <laughs> a new plot twist. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, listen, a few minutes and it'll all be over and we can go back tomorrow and start on a brand new uh, lifetime. You know, pretend like none of this ever happened. 19 past 1 at WINZ. We'll come right back. It's not really fair for us to uh, be watching Channel 10 here. No, it's true, because there are a lot of people in their offices right. or in their cars who can't see the video. Yeah. And uh, we can't show you the video for obvious reasons, but the least we could do is share a little bit of the audio so that uh, they got the flavor of what we're so excited about. It. The big I knew. What? 
claiming that revelations about his Nazi background actually helped to elect him president of Austria, Kurt Baltheim further revealed today that he also ran the Spanish Inquisition, started the AIDS epidemic, and is a former president of the Teamsters Union. This should really get people to like me, Quip Baltheim. The controversial rotation diet comes to the White House this week, where presidential daughter Maureen, the refrigerator Reagan, has been told to jump on it and rotate. When asked for comments, she told Big Eye News... Maureen Reagan. Movie mogul Dino De Laurentiis is excited about his soon-to-be-released King Kong sequel. Dino has arranged with local theater owners to sell King Kong cocktails at concession stands. Ingredients yet to be announced, but inside his report, two of these drinks, and you want to pick your nose with a helicopter. Among the notables at the Gala Statue of Liberty celebration on July 4th will be Massachusetts Senator Edward Kennedy. When asked for his feelings about that famous lady in the harbor, Kennedy remarked, I uh, think it's time we put Chappaquiddick behind us. And finally, Attorney General Edwin Meese has just finished reviewing an advanced copy of the controversial new government report on pornography. Meese told Big Eye News, quote, The contents of this report are shocking, filthy, and disgusting. I was absolutely appalled at the deviant lifestyles this material promotes. And so was my seven-year-old wife, Rover. I'm at this hour's Big Eye News. If you blink, you missed it. Okay, thanks, Dwight. <laughs> 24 minutes past uh, one at WINZ, and uh, the plane is still on the ground there. Look at that. We get a split screen. We, oh, there we're back to art with the plane is still sitting on the ground there. I think departure's at 1.30. It was scheduled, I think. So. Well, they better hurry up. I tell yeah. you, they got like five and a half minutes. I know. I heard that Clarence is... Uh, <laughs> Bringing the Holy Father by helicopter from Tamiami Park to the airport. That's just a rumor. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a coup, huh? We put that sucker on the map in no time. Okay, let's take a few more calls. And before we do, uh, Robert Wolf, who was kind enough to um, put us in touch with all of those I love John, Paul, George, and Ringo bumper stickers. Look at that. There's Clarence with a helicopter. I can't believe it. Uh, he said that the bumper sticker got on national news last night on national TV. Great. How do you like that? Great. Boy. So, uh, those ten of you who had the guts to drive down there with a bumper sticker on, good luck to you, and your cars will be returned uh, on Tuesday of next week. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sounds good so far, doesn't it? Very good. Good call. Excellent. Probably one of the better calls of the day. Hello. Nope, nobody there. These callers today, man, they've been frantic. Two. Frantic. Yeah, are we going for a record? Broward again, by the way. Record is three. So Broward has been having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Hello. Bill. No, we didn't make it. Yes. Oh, oh. This is John. How's it going? What, John? What, John? John Duncan from Kendall. Oh, okay, John. <laughs> we're, not that, we're not all that bad. We're still all American here. Okay, John. That's good. How y'all doing today? All right. My friend's been telling me a lot about your show, so I set the alarm this morning and been listening to you all day. What do you mean you set your alarm this morning? What do you do, sleep in until noon most times? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Oh, sure, not bad. And most of the people in Kendall are sleeping, though. <laughs> a lot of people I know are. Yeah. I was wondering if I could play a song for you. <laughs> what is it? A Rise in the Levi's is another one of those? Oh, no, it's this a home tape. It's called Little Girls School. Oh, no. Save no, we wouldn't mess with that, two. John. We'll yeah. listen have a good time. Call Stan. <laughs> yeah, after He'll be two. very excited about that. <laughs> He'll be driving in from Country Walk right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I can play it right through the... Oh, this is still John. No, let's uh, say adios to John. No, John. Arrivederci. 
And look at that. Just mention his name, and immediately he's in the room, just no, like magic. No like coincidence, clockwork. right. Howdy. Probably just came from Tire Kingdom, no doubt. Like I all just poked out. I'm all poked out. <laughs> Didn't hear my story about my tire this morning, did you? Oh, you did hear it? It was a wonderful experience. I'm still just now trying to... My stomach is just settling right now as we speak. <laughs> Unreal. You, you missed Michelle and her ponytail. Who is this one now? Man, Patty, they're all Patty these, Oates again. Patty Oates. Yeah. From Hall and Oates. I can't believe it. According to CBS, the Pope got back on the stage and started a singing don't, don't, don't tell Jeff Ray that Jeff Ray was in his yeah, car yeah don't tell Jeff Ray that we'll have to get out of here at 145 again okay he'll go back and we'll start the coverage again it's the motorcade he was back on stage for a few minutes but the motorcade we can see in there are 85,000 police I think uh, all at uh, $850 an hour who are just we, uh, uh, having a wonderful time should we put channel 4 on give me equal time no I'm oh, working no, no you have ordinarily because I like channel 4 news but this thing How about channel 10. Can we put 23? No, we can't Stand. put that hot girl with the hot pants on. Save that for after two. But this channel 10 coverage has been just so bizarre and so. Uh, look at so that. We even get a shot from the blimp. Yeah. Look at that. We're getting a shot of the motorcade from the blimp, from the sidewalk, from the street, from the back of your house, from uh, Ann in the truck. It's incredible. Unbelievable. Oh, wait a minute. There's the runway again. The plane is gone. The plane. The plane is gone. Boy, I can't. Yeah, they took off without him. <laughs> well, listen, it said we're supposed to leave at, at this exactly. time. Exactly. Sophia uh, Lorraine was on board. Right. You know, what the hell? Who needs him? There you go. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Look you at should have seen Michelle in the ponytail. And there's Clarence. Look at that. Clarence in a helicopter. You missed it. Wait a minute. What is that thing with a sweet and low? That's not the stuff that I had, is it? Morrison's. From Morrison's. Very good. One of our listeners is busy stealing sweet and low at Morrison's. One of Stan's listeners. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. Uh, I just have a small comment about a call you had this morning or earlier today. Yeah. Thought he was trying to send something out Federal Express and why they don't take cash. Yeah. And I didn't exactly understand what you were saying, but uh, there's a couple reasons behind that. Okay, well, lay him on us, sir. Well, we're here to learn. One, you live in South Florida, okay? <laughs> and we don't like to take cash down here for obvious reasons that we all know. And two... I take it he's uh, one of those one-in-a-lifetime uh, uses of Federal Express. Otherwise, he would have known the policies. Uh. There's many ways of paying the company. I mean, if... Uh, well, what are you trying to say, sir? Spit it right out. Don't don't hold back. Yeah, I mean, I can only say so much because I, uh, I work for the company in Deep Shot. So if he's still listening, uh, try using us again. And if you, uh, if you have good credit, you might have uh, an account with us. And he doesn't... He doesn't uh, he doesn't need cash. He can go, uh, if he moved out of South Florida, we'll take cash. Otherwise, we won't take cash down here. Okay. Thanks so much, sir. Boy, was that a good call or you what? You've had some great calls. Oh, yeah. man. I'm really looking forward today. to... Uh, I can imagine what you're going to get. You usually get kind of the dregs anyway, the leftovers. Oh, is he playing his back? Isn't that incredible? And who are all those altar boys getting on the plane? I don't think they came. I think they only had one-way tickets on the way out. <laughs> Look at that. They're just a whole bunch of them. See, that's what this trip was really all about, evidently, right? Mm-hmm. Holy Toledo. Now, wait a minute. Here comes the limousine. Who's in that one? There's Joe Carroyo just got out. <laughs> <laughs> and Jorge Valdez just got out. He wants the Pope to say goodbye in Espanol. He's very upset. 
very, very upset. He wants the Pope to give special dispensation so Dade County can be bilingual again, but uh, the Holy Father's having no part of it. And now we're seeing the plane from the other side. For those of you who uh, got tired of seeing it from the left side, I wonder, oh, now we're seeing it from above. I swear to you, I'm not joking, from the Goodyear blimp, looking down on the plane. And there's the Holy Father with Archbishop McCarthy. They're walking hand in hand with fond memories of last night's experiences in the waterbed. Um, leaving, leaving the papal limousine. And there are 7,000 security men there just uh, checking things out a little bit. <laughs> Look at that. And all of the cops are shaking hands with the Pope on the way out, too. Huh? I wonder if they're slipping him a little something there. Look at that. I, I think we need a little music underneath you. Uh, Boy, that would be good. Yeah, we the MSU describe. fight song was great. How about a little fascination? Uh, no. No? We have something better, Father, uh, because we know that the Archbishop has his Sony Walkman with him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember him from Sicily. He used to be a farmer down there, yeah, a potato farmer. Yeah, he tries to tell people he was Polish. He's from Sicily. He used to hang around with them Corleones all the time. Shaking hands with, um... Who is that? Bunky Byer. Yeah, it's Bunky. Yeah, it is Bunky, as a matter of fact. Yep. Looking good. There's Lee Fowler shaking hands. There he is. There's Lee. Asking for a papal job. Yeah. Pope is uh, nodding his head emphatically. No chance. <laughs> no way, Jose, he said to, to our commissioner on the way out. Or was that no way, Jorge, I think. Pope is at the uh, foot of the stairs of the TWA jetliner, giving the archbishop a wild kiss and a hug. Isn't that wild Don Johnson's out there? That's the big surprise. But wait till he gets to the top of the stairs. <laughs> hey, Mac, freeze. <laughs> <laughs> and the Holy Father is ascending the stairs, never more than one foot touching at the same time. <laughs> and he's giving one of those Italian uh, gestures. <laughs> He just said, uh, I'm a number one. Yeah. I'm not sure what that meant, but yeah. uh, there he goes out of the plane, being greeted by Don Johnson, of course, at the top of the stairs. Boy, is that incredible or what? Now here come 40,000 Secret Service men just to check out who's being naughty and nice on the aircraft. Well, I guess that's it. Look at this. It's 133. They don't monkey around, do mm-hmm. they? Boy, they do not mess around. They had the bad weather and all the other stuff. Doesn't but matter. boy, when that plane is ready to take off, you know they always take <laughs> off on time. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad we were able to bring you a little, uh, add a little extra flavor to this. Wasn't that good? Thanks sure. to Channel 10 and their extensive, their exhaustive coverage. I mean, they brought in reporters from other stations. I mean, you know, people who were just hanging out today. They have done a job seldom seen in the history. I mean, the embarrassment level is just... There he is. We see him inside the window there. Seat 17A in the non-smoking section. Thank goodness. That's great to see. Coach. Coach. Of course, he is flying coach, you'll notice. Well, times are tough, you know. Maybe they had some of their board ops working, too. We didn't recognize him. No, they had some of the board ops from IOD over there, oh. which uh, created a problem in the talk on the talk shows. <laughs> but uh, there he is. We get that little shot inside the window there. We see the revealing papal garments. 
<laughs> and uh, Beanie. Yes, he is Beanie. <laughs> oh, boy. In fact, that's going to be a new uh, sitcom on Channel 10 starting Monday. I Dream of Beanie is going to be on uh, with Barbara Eden and Larry Hagman making a big comeback from Dallas. Okay, let's take a couple of more calls here because the audience now is probably swept away in emotion like Art Carlson. They have goosebumps. Hello. Hello? Yes. Oh, this is me. How you doing? I think this guy needs a goose is what his problem is. Yes. I'm just kidding with you. How you doing today? Wake up, wake up. Were you on before making these snoring sounds? Oh, I, this is, I've been waiting on the phone for a while to get on. but I Well, it was worth it. We didn't want you to get caught up in the emotion of all this other stuff. Oh, I've been doing about the same thing as you. I was looking at the monitor while I'm sitting here at work. It's great. Oh, uh, well. Oh, now we're seeing the plane from the other side again. This is good. This is my favorite side. I have uh, two comments, kind of. One, first, of course. There's the Pope in his seat again. There he is, giving that same Italian gesture with the right hand, <laughs> the high sign. Go ahead, sir. Uh, I just have one comment one question. Does uh, Frank Motek still work for Channel 4? Yes. Is he doing reporting today? Gee, I never thought about it's working for us uh, doing double duty down there. No, I think no he's, he's just, just, for, just us. for us. We today. have an exclusive on his service. I believe so. He might uh, occasionally call in CBS and pick up a few bucks on yeah. the side. I think he works for four only on the weekends. Yeah. And he works for us during the week. Only when we let him out. We give him a special dispensation. Exactly. See, I see. Uh, I had another comment. How could CBS kind of get the wrong information? If there's a national news source, how would they, I mean, all the news... Uh, Whatever the whole media coverage is, basically on the same wing. How can All right, now you're asking me about a network whose correspondent, whose newscasteress in the noon news hour called the Pope's miter a meter. Okay, <laughs> and you're asking me that question. Come on, I'm just get serious. I could totally his green meter. I'm just curious how they wouldn't definitely check and make sure on all situations. Well, how do you know? Wait a minute. How do you know that CBS was wrong? Well, because... Is it possible that uh, some of the rest of us might have been wrong? Well, that's true, but if you look, I mean, on a local level, it's being shown live, and obviously that uh, the phone call from CBS over your feed is live as well, but yet yeah. there was two conflicting stories. I wonder... Well, they got their meters crossed, I guess. Well, it just seems weird. Anyways, uh, make, I want to comment on somebody who called in earlier. Or actually, you were, you were giving... Uh, the bird, Tweety Bird, some, some hell, and uh, I can appreciate it. The guy knows nothing about sports. About anything, yeah. And I, and I just, sports. He knows movies. I can't believe that, though. What is he? What kind of hobbies do you do, Glenn? I mean, first of all, you comment on sports, and you don't know anything about it. You know the only you know the only movie sports movie that he knows is Slapshot with Rob Lowe. He can tell you from <laughs> beginning to end about that movie. I'm serious. That's not that's Young Blood. Or young, oh, see. Sorry, Slapshot was with Paul Newman. I'm sorry. You're right. Youngblood. That's right. Now, See? if you listen to me while Neil... Did you listen to any of the shows I did while Neil was on vacation? I heard you admit that you didn't know anything about sports today. You There's didn't... hope again in his 17... You didn't answer now. my question. He's changed his seat. Job hosting a show, you take on a whole different persona, which is not yourself. Normally, you just sit and laugh about everything. You did yeah. a great job as a host. Like, How about that? Maybe he's got to find a new niche. For, I don't know. He takes on a whole new persona, which isn't... I mean, he, first he's the cackler, and he just laughs at everything he's saying. It gets so annoying. Maybe he would be great at saying, It's a good time for the great taste. There I bet you, you he go. might do that very well. Yeah. I don't know. But how could you, what do you do as hobbies? You comment on sports, and you know nothing about it. Yeah. And what do I say about sports? Well, like, he was asking the center, and you disagree with whatever. Uh, it was a while ago I was listening to him, and he goes, Who's, uh, Neil couldn't think of the name of uh, Dwight. Exactly. 
If I look, if I would have said it was Adelaide Stevenson, hey, he wouldn't. Yeah, 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 that's it, Neil. <laughs> he says, I just why don't you just keep quiet if you don't know it? It's Be just annoying. Because I'm a communist, sir. No, 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 don't tell it's me. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Why would you comment on something when you definitely don't know it? You just agree. Just be quiet. You can have some dead air. I mean, exactly. Well, there's some people that have always got to know everything. You know that type. Yeah, but they when never he's... admit that they don't know. They've always got to pretend that they, you know, know everything. Yeah, but you're stinging them, which was good because you're trying to say. Look... Well, listen, we like to be fair on this show. When somebody deserves to get decimated, we like to uh, decimate. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! The uh, stairs just magically pulled away from the aircraft. <laughs> Taxi out, aren't they? Ooh, look at that, boy! It's exciting. You know, they're only eight and a half minutes late, just like any airport. You know, this guy gets no special deal. I wonder how they chose TWA. Oh, well, I'm I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> Anyways, Glenn, I'm serious. Why? What do you do if you're not interested in sports? Why do you care? Because I just think it's so funny that you make comments and you know nothing and. I'm a, I'm a horrible uh, broadcaster. What can I tell you? Exactly. Now we're getting to the Being bottom. Defensive. That's getting it. very sensitive, too, by the way. Now. <laughs> he's Heavy getting very sensitive. You've got, him, you've got him on the ropes, sir. I know. Finish him and off. He's, and he's coming back with, I'm sorry. He didn't... Finish him off. He's ready for the kill now. I didn't say I'm sorry. He's ripe for the kill. I know. You didn't say you're sorry. You just made some stupid comment again, weaseling around it. <laughs> it's a lie. I am not a Nazi. Exactly. But I'm just curious. Why would you comment on something? What are you, just Mr. Curious? He's curious. <laughs> there are yeah, a lot of us who are curious. What do you like to do? Well, listen, we have to take a break, sir. But, uh, uh, you're giving him the way out, Stan. Stan. I mean, well, that's it, sir. That. You're that's finished. it. Yeah, he's you were gone. doing well until you called me that. Yep. 20 till 2 at WINZ. We'll be right back. Certainly wonderful. It's 143 at WINZ. The plane is on the runway. Hervé Villachez just topped out of the... Papal limousine and is ready to point skyward if the damn thing ever gets moving. Now, listen, it's only uh, 13 minutes after scheduled departure. I mean, when's the last time you ever flew a commercial jetliner? Sounds right to that me. That took off on time. Sounds you know? right on schedule to me. And the thing that I love, like in Atlanta. There it goes. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's moving. The papal plane is moving. It's taxiing out toward the runway at Miami International. <laughs> That mincing priest on the left of your screen is saying a prayer and blessing for the papal uh, trip. Where is he going out of South Carolina or somewhere? Charleston. Isn't oh, my. Columbia, Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, my God. Holy Toledo. I'll say that again. He'd like to have second thoughts. It's taxing out toward the runway. Too bad we can't see Michelle's ponytail blowing in the wind. Art Carlson, by the way, has become a stowaway on the papal... Uh, I can't believe it. And Alibrera is there to <laughs> save for all America. Come on, Al. Let us hear it. Okay. <laughs> you ever 16. wonder if maybe the flight controller at Miami International who's handling this plane... Oh, boy. Wait a minute. Was one of those guys who cheated on the exam at Oklahoma City? No, what I'm concerned about is all the other people on any incoming or outgoing flights around this time. Forget it. Forget it. I mean, they're not paying any attention no to you. Way. I mean, this, this aircraft is getting the full attention of every air traffic controller at Miami International. Yep. So, you know, if three or four others happen to, you know, collide on the way down, uh, they won't even notice it, as a matter of fact, because, uh, oh, there it is. That's a big sucker, too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Boy. 
And he's sitting in a coach? I can't believe it. <laughs> Boy, this new austerity program, man, they mean business, I'll say that. I think what it reflects is the collections were real bad here. You know, they got rained out right. <clears throat> on the collection, so he had to sit in coach. Yeah. Unbelievable. I wonder what the movie is. Think it's Stand By Me? <laughs> <laughs> well, Could if uh, he had his selection, probably, I would think so, yeah. Either that or that one with Jason Gidlick, I'm right. not sure. Or, okay, let's take another call or two here, because you never know when the show is going to end with all this stuff going on. Hello? Hello. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Come on. Just let me finish. I've been working on it. It's going to be pretty good. Okay, I bet you sound like you've been working on it. <laughs> okay, I'm still Okay, Neil, this is the Pope. There's one last thing I want to say. Well, I'm taxing out on the runway here. It's a good time. <laughs> oh, no! I oh, can't I'm sorry. believe I've been working that all day. I was going to say, it's a good time for the great taste. That wasn't bad. You sound a little like Donald. Are you related to him? No, not at all. I mean, I've been working on it for an hour. It's a total disappointment. I mean, I thought I was going to be the head of the show. But, but it goes to show you them. always one step of the audience, mm -hmm. right? Totally one step great. ahead. You totally, you know, you caught me. I mean, I thought, you know. We caught you all right. Yeah, you wanted to be a soup. Superstar, didn't Super you? Superstar. Superstar. so great, you're going to, you know, call me down, you know, kick the bird out, and I was going to take his place. How old are you? Huh? How old are you? I'm 21. No, you're too old to take the bird's place. <laughs> You'd have to be about six. You'd have to have the mentality of a six-year-old fruit fly to replace the bird. Now, what I want to say to the bird is, you know, if you don't know about stuff, just make it up, you know? Well, the other guy was babbling on just because... The other guy was absolutely right. It was right, but, you know, if you don't know some stuff, you got to, you know... A like yesterday, I said something about Daryl Evans, and he starts cackling. <laughs> like he knows who Daryl Evans is. Oh, I see what they're saying. Well, uh, yeah. 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 They're right about that. They are right. Yeah. I see what he's saying. Okay, well, well you, look know, at this. you caught me. I mean, it was going to be my big chance to start. No, you did very well. It was good. We got it on tape, though. Keep hey, you say uh, hi to Tom King. Is my well, there's Father Fetcher. That's the one that said, and this I'm not making this up. That's the one that said uh, two things you can do with Neil Rogers. You can laugh at him or shoot him. Yo, is that the guy? That's the guy. He's been on here on 10 for the last two days. Wait a second, days. wait a second. Can you say, it's a good time for the great taste. It's a good time for the <laughs> great taste. Very good. Okay, you uh, keep keep working on it. <laughs> he was good. Needs a little more work. He was one of our he, better callers yeah. today. Does that give the audience an idea of just how <laughs> desperate it's been? No, this has been. But uh, I don't really care because I came in about 10.18 this morning if you joined us late. And I was uh, went through a traumatic experience getting a new tire. That they try to talk me out of buying. You know, that's, you know, they, then they would always say, well, we're trying to save you money. You know, we could plug the tire for you. I don't want to plug the tire. It's a piece of crap. I want a new tire. I thought you'd gotten over this. No. Are you serious? Still this has been, uh, this has been hanging over like a dark cloud, like a Bob Lasseter during the whole show. It's been hanging over my head, the whole thing. You're apoplectic. I am. For the I'm first just, time uh, in weeks. Such an enervating experience, and you keep yeah. pacing and walking. It's like an expectant parent, which, mm -hmm. you know, probably is a little out of character, but, um, <laughs> you know, and you keep looking. Are they doing anything with the car? The car hasn't even moved. It's sitting there. It hasn't moved an inch, you know. Right. And then they move it. I don't want to go through the whole story again, but they move it just to pacify you, and then they go and they work on somebody else's car. Right. Oh, we're going to have it right out. We'll have you out of here in 30 minutes. Well, see, it's the other car they go to work on. They've been there since last Plane week. Plane is sitting at the end of the runway. It's taxied about as far as it can go, and it's getting uh, clearance now. It has, you can tell, because it's turning in that direction. It has um, clearance. No, I guess not. It seems to be. <laughs> In the grassy knoll out there, I don't know what the hell it's doing, but it's in a very bizarre... What is it doing out there? 
kind of sneaking out onto the uh, Palmetto, onto the Dolphin Expressway. Look there's at no that. one else on the Dolphin, so they Boy, may that's as well. bizarre, huh? There's, you see, there's no Well, the Pope said he wanted there. to meet the dolphins when he was here, and I guess uh, the pilot's got a great sense. No, there it goes. It's taxing out to the runway, making an abrupt left turn, and uh, has clearance for takeoff. 20 minutes late. Yeah. Not bad. Well, this ought to be interesting to watch and see at what time exactly it takes off. But it does ha he does have clearance. I'm telling you. There he goes. He's starting to get a little bit of momentum now, because uh, once you get into that position, boy, it's... Fly or run, you know, one or the other. Do you think Tim will follow the plane all the way to South Carolina? Oh, probably. I would it, think so, yeah. Keep it on all afternoon. Yeah. They've got several of the crew over there in Channel 10. They don't even need a plane. They can just uh, follow it in flight. <laughs> That's and I we heard. might even be able to check the weather on the way to Columbia, too. Because, well, we don't want to get into be that. Be careful. Uh, it's uh, clear at the airport now. The skies are clearing. The uh, papal <laughs> aircraft is uh, in motion. <laughs> <clears throat> Now, it's going to take... One thing about a plane taking off, I've always wondered this. How fast does it have to be going to become airborne? Have you ever wondered that? When you're in a plane and you're on the ground and it's picking up, it's accelerating. It's However it has to be, it's going fast enough because it's in the sky. So long, Papa. There he goes. There goes the Holy Father. And now you see the beginning of about an hour and a half. Now, it's longer than that. It's a good two hours, I would think. Hour and a half to two hours to Columbia. Well, this thing's going to go like a bat out of hell, probably. It'll be there by 2.15. But um, here we go. Here's the Channel 10 continuous coverage of the papal flight from Miami International to Charleston to Columbia, South Carolina. Right. And uh, won't that be great? They're just just what you see now, what you see is what you get. <laughs> For hours. Hello. I don't know what that was going to be, but... Um, I didn't like the... Hello. Hello, this is uh, calling from Tammy Faye Park. Yeah, how you doing? The mass confusion down here. It's very hard to hear. It's pouring down rain. Okay, we'll talk a little louder for you. Is that better? Uh, the weather has forced the premature cancellation of the service here, and the Swiss Guard is not prepared to guard the Pope during this inclement weather. The uh, Vatican has a Lufthansa plane. They've just transferred the new guard over to the Pope. And as we speak, they're coming up, yeah, they're coming up the plane now. I count at least tw no, 21 stormtroopers <laughs> to cover the Pope. And uh, they're protecting him now. Sergio Pereira is trying to sell the Pope a dress at discount prices. I can't hear you. It's getting uh, getting too much rain here. Over and out. Boy, that was good. That was perfect for our last call today, wasn't it? I mean, it was so weak that uh, it was just perfect. Wait a minute. How did he just get back on the podium again? He just uh, took off. And oh, all they're going to show it over and over I and know. over. We're going to see the this rest of the afternoon. Uh, eight million times. Mm -hmm. Rest of the mm -hmm. afternoon. Tammy Faye Park. Boy. And who is this one now? I don't know. With her finger in her ear. I don't know who her is name. She? Um, I'm telling you, they're just they're picking up people as stragglers, and they're saying, "Would you like to be on television?" Sure. Here, here's a microphone. Do a report. You know, we're going live with Art. Well, with Tim's Art located at the perfect place to do that. Unbelievable. To recruit, and they've had um, everybody on. Right. right she on doesn't work game. for Channel Ten. She was just hanging around down there. I'm telling you. Look at that. She's got her purse on her arm. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, let's take our last break. It's 8 before 2 at Wins. We'll be right back. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Okay, let's take another call. I promised the last one was going to be the last, but uh, we might be able to improve upon it. Hello. Yeah, you we were did. right. Yeah, we you were absolutely so much right. <laughs> I know. Yep. See, we waited too long. <laughs> We waited too long. Hello. The test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. 
No. Okay, we can log this now. We won't have to do the next one. <laughs> we don't have to run the Moon Man's tape Exactly. Now. He would be upset about oh, that. That's about the only very. coverage he gets. Nobody hears him over on, uh, on Kiss My Grits. <laughs> Hello. Nobody there. Well, they all gave up, and I don't blame them because I said I wasn't going to take any more calls. the show. I love the way this new phone system has worked out Do today, you? hasn't it? Yeah. It's been great. Like about nine out of every ten haven't been there. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, listen, Glenn, don't feel too bad. Sonny Hurst doesn't know anything about sports, and he makes a living off of it. Exactly. Very good point. But listen. Uh, wait a minute. Not, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When you were on hold, did you hear the program? Which program? When, this <laughs> program, when you were on hold on the phone. Of course. Okay. Listen, uh, I don't know if anybody's mentioned it, but this morning I wake up and they're interviewing uh, Sergio Pereira, and they ask him, uh, you know, what he felt when he saw the Pope and the President, and he says, uh, well, when I saw him on the uh, um, on the runway, it was, uh, he says, <laughs> this is a funny thing, he says, uh, I felt uh, goose pimples up and down my arms. Yeah. Goose pimples. Goose pimples, yeah, kind of the same ones that uh, Art Carlson was trying to get rid of. <laughs> But that, that's, that's what I wanted to relay. I can't believe he said that. But he said goose pimples instead of goose bumps. Which... Hmm. Well, that's uh, Sergio for right, you. Bro. What do you want? Okay. Nice show, guys. Have a wonderful life. Bye. Okay. The bird uh, went up front to get Stan's guest. And, of course, Stan doesn't have any guests today. So this ought to be very interesting. You think that it could be Brian from the uh, ice cream place? Or maybe it's uh, Teresa or Tessie, whatever her name is, from Channel 23 News that Stan has developed this mad new crush about. I have no idea. Is there somebody on there? Should we take one more or not? Hello. Hello. Yes. Oh, am I What here? did I do, punch up four? <laughs> Go ahead, sir. I'm losing it. Listen, now that we got this pulp out of the way, yes. we get around to Glenn Hill's review of Larger Than Life. If you think I'm going to let him see any of these movies, he has begged, he has uh, genuflected, he's done everything. I mean, seriously, he has... And I keep asking him, what the hell is it that you want these movies for? And he says, uh, just curious, just curious. And I keep telling him, curiosity killed the cat that ate the bird, you know. <laughs> hey, guess what? Remember the other day you had a caller who was trying to make some lame excuse about the uh, Pope seeing Kurt Waldheim? Oh, yeah. He saw the, um, the guy who shot him? Mm -hmm. Guess who gave the same lame reasoning today on television? When you were watching Dwight Lauderhill with the audio off, he was making that excuse concerning some of the protesters. He was saying that, you know, he says, well, look, he saw the guy who uh, shot him, so I don't know why they're getting upset about him seeing Kurt Waldheim. Dwight Lauderdale said that? Dwight Lauderdale. When I heard oh, that, boy. I almost fell off my chair. Well, I always tune into Dwight to get my uh, views on world affairs. You know, he uh, he's kind of the barometer of the way things are going. Well, I got a new name for him, Mr. Tinkleberry. Yeah, that's good. Name from now on. Okay. Hey, uh, I called up the Weather Bureau. That storm came out of the Devil's Triangle. Well, that should give you a little omen. That's right. Okay, see you later. Well, there he is. There's the Holy Father again on tape for those of you who missed it. They, oh, look at that. They're closing at the closing credits. Well, that ought to take about six hours Yeah. for the closing credits because they've had everybody on this thing. Uh, but they're finally wrapping it up for all those people who want to see whatever show comes on it, too. And the people uh, who are waiting for General Hospital are having a nervous breakdown. They were very nervous, trust me. There's Ray right. Jean Baptiste. I guess they can. Oh yeah, there's Jean Just. In fact, he was he was sitting in 18F on that same plane. <laughs> it's a good time uh, for the great taste. Okay, Jean, you just got a great sense of humor. You're gonna stick around, aren't you? No, I'm sure not. I'm gonna head out of here so fast, uh, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe. I mean, this day today started out with that exciting uh, trip to Tire Kingdom, and um, 
That was enough to get me all wound up like an alarm clock. But have a wonderful show. Every line on the board is flashing frantically. They're all dying to talk to you. And after the show we had, I can't say that I blame them. Okay, have a great day. We'll see you at Tamiami Park where we're all going to get together in the aftermath and to eat any food that was left over.